Yeah, that's right. Robin Akiva, Nita Podcast. That's not a one-hit wonder. The theme to Robin Akiva, Nita Podcast by Adam Berkowitz, because we are back once again, and here we are with the man who is uh, ready to do another bracket for the second week in a row. Please welcome back Uncle Kiva, the great Akiva Wieneker. Akiva, how are you? How's it going? I, yeah, I think this, I was counting, I think it's the eighth like bracket type podcast i've done in march i guess the last one maybe there's one more i'm not even sure i don't know what day it is there's still several days left to march but uh bracket season almost over even though i i guess like the reason for the season never happened the mm-hmm. actual nsa tournament but this is it but we you know this is it I, yeah so this this is our final bracket of, okay. of uh of 2020 if you're joining us for the first time, this is the podcast where we spin a wheel of ideas every week and do whatever comes up, and then we talk about what ideas should go on the wheel for next time. And last time out, we did a bracket of brackets. We went through 32 ideas for brackets. This bracket won the one-hit wonder bracket, and we're here to talk about it today. Joining us, uh, a, a man who was responsible for putting together uh, a ton of these clips that we're going to listen here to uh, for the one hit wonder bracket. Please welcome the great Michael J. Clark. Michael, how are you? Rob, I am doing fantastic, and I am very excited to talk one-hit wonders. Okay. Uh, we're talking about one-hit... Wando- reigning Wandoff champion, Rob, by the way. Um, Michael J. Clark. Yeah, is, is that right? Is that uh, how... That I lose track of the weeks. At this hour, correct. No one has taken my crown yet. Okay. All right. Taken. But... We have a, uh, you know, I don't want to like, uh, you know, uh, outshine Michael J. Clark, but we have the reigning Wandoff champion here with us. But we also have somebody who is a true musical genius here to talk about one hit wonders with us today. We're very, we're blessed. We're blessed here today. Akiva, is this uh, the, the, yeah. the greatest guest we've had on this show? I think on Renap, uh, I mean, it's the second straight week we've had, a, I think, a Northwestern alum. I think that's just our new theme. We're only going to have women who graduated Northwestern from now on. So next week, I guess, will be like Julie Louis-Dreyfus or something. But yes, this is, this is probably our biggest get for sure. Yeah. OK. All right. Uh, we want to welcome the uh, host of Off Book, the improvised musical podcast and the great Jessica McKenna is here. Jessica, how are you? Hello. Oh, my gosh. That was a really great intro. Um, uh, yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Jessica, can you tell us what, what did Mike Bloom say to you to get you to agree <laughs> to do this? Um, he just was like, hey, I'm back in your inbox. Want to do another one? And I was like, of course. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think it took little to no explanation, having had a great time doing Mike's show. Yes. So I was like. Yeah, man, let's do it. So you are uh, a veteran of the RJP B and B. I think you you've done it what two two times so far. Two times, yeah. Two times so far. So you were uh, a big Survivor fan in addition to everything. Uh, for the uninitiated, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do on Off Book? 
Yeah, for sure. So Off Book, is, uh, the improvised musical podcast, because you got to keep podcasts in the name of your podcast, um, is uh, myself and my uh, comedy partner, Zach Reno, and a guest and an in-house band, Improvise a Musical. And we this summer will be like three years old. At this point, we have like 140 musicals we've improvised. Um, and we have comedians on who kind of know how to sing. We have singers on who kind of know how to improvise and everywhere in between. Um, and we try to just guide them through making up a musical and everything the band plays is made up and everything we sing, say rap rhyme is made up. Um, and it's a true delight. And I can't believe anybody lets us do it. <laughs> Akiva. Are are you nervous? Yeah, it's one of my Rob. It's one of my it's one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, Jess is so funny with Zach on it. They've had I know we have a lot of uh, Doughboys fans who listen. They've had the Doughboys several times, including live recently mm-hmm. in, in Washington when it was a thing where people did uh, live <laughs> shows yeah. in front of people. Um, such a time and, uh, It's so good. Yeah. They they just had uh, Manzukas on a few weeks ago. That was really good too. They, they they're all winners. Every you should check out the, you know all 140 episodes. Okay. Thanks so much. Yeah, that the Dope. I am a big Doughboys fan. Love the Doughboys. Love anytime the Doughboys and Off Book crossover. Um, uh, and we have a lot of fun with our very different team dynamics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very, very fun. I, I listened to that episode. You guys episode. don't openly hate each other. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, very fun. Uh, lots, lots of giraffe talk uh, for people that are <laughs> mm. inspired by Tiger King, want to get a little bit more into a, you know, a wildlife interest that might have been sparked there. That's a great one to go back and check out. That's right. Okay. All right. Jess, do you have any particular affinity for one hit wonders? Yeah, I think so. I think that, like, uh, I. There's a there's maybe a few that end up on my karaoke list in rotation. Um, it's always funny when there's one hit wonders that are from an era where they were like a sound alike band. You know, they're like some band that was riding the coattails of someone that maybe was not a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was by a different band. I love when the one hit doesn't reflect the greater catalog. Uh, that's always really fun. Um, yeah, mm. I think they're a delightful part of our pop music landscape. Okay. Akiva, can you talk a little bit about what the uh, exercise that we're going to do and, and how we got to this bracket of 32 sure. one-hit wonders? So we always do uh, some bracket podcasts every March, which is bracket season, famously. And um, we last week for The Uninitiated, we we put 32 different bracket ideas in a bracket and we uh, we advance those, uh, you know, some of those ideas and one uh, at wonder the, uh, you know, probably one of the sleeper ideas was not was not a big favorite in terms of like what people were betting on and the people were who were filling out brackets beforehand. Um, they uh, one at wonder had a Cinderella story run to, mm-hmm. to the championship and won. And, uh, you know, we didn't have a plan. And I figured, like, let's invite the best music guests we could get, which is what, you know, who we have today with Jess. And uh, no, thank, I think oh, we're just going to pick. <laughs> yeah, not Michael I, J. Clark. I, I think, oh no, and Michael J. Clark. Uh, Michael J. Clark. <laughs> uh, what what we've what we've done today is Michael J. By the way, that, that let's take one step back. I know Jess, you're a Survivor fan. You've been on Mike and Liana's podcast. Have they ever explained the wand off to you? No. Yeah, it's so basically, basically uh, every week, dozens and dozens of Survivor listeners send in Survivor-themed parody songs to Rob, and they have a whole podcast. There's a whole voting, and, and it's it, it literally every week that Survivor's on, there's a Survivor parody show on uh, on Rob as a podcast. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Incredible. Which is hosted by Casey Kasem. It's very, it's very weird. Yes. Uh, and uh, Michael, yes. uh, <laughs> along with Laura E.D., uh, were the winners. And they had a parody song about how Michelle and Wendell used to kick it. Here, here. Well, let me play. No, let no. me play you just to just to give you a little bit of a flavor of, <laughs> please, uh, of Michael's please. musical accomplishments. Uh, here we go. I never thought there'd come the day that they would ask her back to play. But now, just to avoid cliche, I guess I just have to say. That her and I used to kick it Michelle and I have been known to text at times We never had a DTR, what I call a hang, she calls a date. We had standing plans, we may have held hands, but now we go... And so we have, uh, you know, we get like about... 50 or so entries a week, and then people vote on that, and that was the winning entry for uh, week number... That was the best one? Week number five, I believe, right? Incredible. Yes, 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 okay. All right, so... It's a good thing I'm not Adam Driver, by the way, and I didn't walk out of the room when you just played that. <laughs> good thing, good thing. Although, what a panel it would be if we have Adam Driver here today, too. That's true. Okay. Rob, Rob, do we need stakes for this? We're about to start the 32-song tournament. Michael Clark painstakingly uh, put together a list of about 100 one-hit wonders, put it out to the listeners. They picked the top 20 or so. Then a, a panel of people editorialized the, so to make sure there was nothing egregious missing from the final dozen. Uh, he cut down the clip, so we're not listening to like four minutes per song. It's just going to be the major hook or something. Yeah. Um, but are there stakes? Like what happens when something wins? We usually have stakes for things like this. Like if, if like fastballs the way wins and I don't even think it made the bracket. Like, or like, how about, I, I don't know. Like we, are you and yeah. I, Rob, we could, we could spare Jess, but like you and yeah. I have to put like world's biggest fastball fan. Yeah. We should get tattoos on uh, right under our navel property of fastball. Uh, whoever, whoever's Deal. the winning okay. artist. Fine. Okay. I bet like Rob gets half the bracket and I have the other half. So there's at least stakes. Like, I don't, first of all, I don't know if I could, I don't know. I don't think. Well, what stakes do you want here for the one hit wonder bracket? I don't don't know. I don't know. We, I don't know. I guess, I guess, yeah. uh, We we have to tell our wives that this is our new wedding song at the end of this podcast. What for our second, like for our next (laughs) man? I don't understand. What wedding are we having? Yeah, that's that's a fair point. Uh, So that yeah, our new uh, tell we have to both tell our wives our new song is this song. Okay, perfect, perfect. (laughs) I don't have an old song. I don't think my wife and I have ever ever had a song. So I'm excited to have a song. Okay, all right. So uh, Michael, uh, where where can people follow along on the bracket? All right, so I sent out on my Twitter uh, the bracket uh, early in the morning this morning. Uh, A lot of responses. Uh, Who knew that music would be so contentious? Uh, But when uh, when this is complete, uh, I will be happy to uh, and, you know, I'll give it a couple of days for spoilers. I'll be happy to yes. send out the, the finalized wow. bracket that we decided on. Kiva, what but, a, uh, if you want to see what the bracket looks what a promotional like, push uh, of, yeah, you have to follow Michael J. Clark on Twitter to get to the follow bracket. Michael Clark. Wait, but no, but I, I would I'll say this. Mike, Mike, who's putting a lot of work, has also made a 
uh, Spotify playlist so we could share that in the show notes and stuff like that. If you just want to listen to the full version of all 32 songs, since we're just going to be playing snippets okay. today. All right. And so if you want to follow Michael and see the bracket, it's <laughs> at unsuccess yeah. story. Correct. Three mm. S's in a row. Okay. Three S's in a row. Uh, and if we have time at the end of the podcast, we'll get the origin story for that Twitter handle, but we don't have that kind of time today. All right. So sure. well, what's our, uh, any, anything else you want to tell us in terms of like the regionals or anything else in terms of how this bracket was created? No, no. Uh, there, there are four regions uh, named after uh, artists that uh, did not make the cut, but are also great one hit wonder uh, performers and bands. Um, yeah. Like, like Keith said, uh, the top 20 vote getters from the original poll were the top 20 seeds. And then the 12 wild cards, uh, myself and a couple other people uh, agreed upon those. And those are seeded based on how they were in the original vote. So I did like none of the seeding. Uh, and yeah, I, I, we can just, Get into but they it are by going. What's up? They are seated. They are seated. Correct. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. So based on the, based on the viewers, listeners, right. wherever they are. Well, then let's get right into this, right? Keep anything else? Any anything else you want to say? No, I, I I think we're I think we're good to go. All uh, right. Uh, I'm excited to hear 32 different songs. We're gonna. I think we're gonna play each song once. I don't think we need to listen like sure, round two. Sure. Re-listen to the song. Maybe <laughs> in the championship we could re-listen. Okay. Uh, are the regions listed on the bracket? The uh. They're not mm-hmm. in the bracket I sent out. They okay. are in the okay. one that we're all looking at right now. Uh, I wasn't able to put them in the bracket I sent out, but uh, we, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll yeah, make yeah. sure it'll. Re- re- uh, and then refresh my memory again. The the one that you've sent to us, uh, where where would I see that? Oh, I, I put it in the chat, but maybe you didn't catch it. Yeah, if you could email um, it to me, that would be that would be better. Okay. All right. I, I will do so for sure. Okay. All right. I'm looking at Twitter. Okay. All right. So now... And who's going to set up this, the the backstory here, Kiva? Do you want to set uh set the the, the match up here? I, I no, Mike's yeah, going to do, do all that okay. stuff. Okay, we're the three of us are voting. Mike's voting. Mike's going to host. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so <laughs> we're starting in the northwest region. Uh, I call it the Verve region. And so, Rob, you should have two clips. Uh, you should have a bunch of clips, but if you could click Verve 1 and Verve 8, that is the first matchup. So okay. start with Verve 1. All right. Here is uh, the one seed here in the Verve Regional. Okay, wow. A one seed. Well cut. Well cut clip Thank by you. Michael. Very well cut. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's a, I, I I think we should like start. I I wanna know from Jess, bro, before we even like get into voting on on all these matchups. What in your mind, what makes a band a one hit wonder? Because we ha- I saw a lot of debate about this on Twitter today when Mike posted the bracket for people <laughs> to fill selections, which is uh, you know, where is this band? Where is that band? Uh, one particular example of someone who's not in the bracket that was like a spirit of discussion just was Psy, right, from Gangnam Style, which is obviously like, you know, by mm-hmm. YouTube views, maybe the biggest video of all time. But mm-hmm. then it was so big that let's say the follow up, I think, has like two billion views on YouTube or something insane. So it's like, even though I don't think any of us could name the, the follow up to Gangnam Style, like, is that is he not a one hit wonder because 
because like he's had other successful songs, even though really that's the song everybody knows. Like what 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 for you would be the threshold of like, oh, that person's a one hit wonder? Well, I feel like uh, maybe their follow up doesn't doesn't chart, um, but can have. But also like the way that we uh, follow music has really shifted. So it depends on the era that the song is from. Like I think if it's now because you I mean, I feel like radio plays obviously is not like the way you would track the popularity of a song. But I feel like as I go through this bracket, I will be informed by sort of the empirical nature of their one hit wonderness. And to me, that would be uh, it is more of a one hit wonder if the band like literally didn't have anything else. I feel like that sort of like makes it closer to the platonic ideal of a one hit wonder. So I think you can have something be considered a one hit wonder, even if the artist or band had some follow up or some music before. But I think that sort of detracts from it being a perfect idea of a one hit wonder. Like I'm already like, hey, I love Fountains of Wayne's song Hackensack. So I don't really know what mm, to do yeah. about the fact that Stacey's mom is here. I would say that yeah, my, I definitely have that my criteria is, is there anybody who's not related to the people in the band that can name another song by this band? Mm-hmm. That, that's the criteria. <laughs> Love it. So I can name Hackensack and I'm not related to anyone in Founds of Wayne. Mm. So doesn't bode well maybe for Stacey's mom? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What's it going up against, Rob? Okay. Uh, this is the eighth seed. Well, it's going up against. Uh, yes. Verve eight. Okay, here we go. All right. Well, this is very triggering for Akiva, right? Yeah. Because this comes <laughs> oh. from the 1996 uh, film with Tom Hanks. Uh oh. Yeah. What? One of the ideas? Yeah, this Jess, is for satisfying last- those that wanted the Tom Hanks bracket or the Mew movie soundtrack bracket. Uh, and also, uh, I will say that I was very fair with these seedings, with one exception. I kind of put my finger on the scale with this one. Okay. All right. Yeah, and the reason why is week. these two songs are inherently connected because uh, one of the founding members of Fountains of Wayne uh, wrote this song. Okay. Whoa. Backup, wow. Holy cow. I, that's a that's a stunner. Smaller. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Je- Jess, we had a big debate last week because one of the ideas that advanced far was putting every Tom Hanks movie in a bracket. I, I think it was like, and- iconic Tom Hanks characters. Okay, okay, great. But I, but but I think, and, and not to make light of it, but at the time we we recorded like twelve days ago, Tom Hanks very publicly had the coronavirus, and I thought like, well, it's strange. Are we like capitalizing off of it? And God forbid, if so, you know, now I think he's he's much better. But it's been released. You know, had, from the had he taken a had he had he taken a turn from the worst? Like then it's like, are we not recording? I thought like, there's no reason to risk it and do it. And then I got flamed. Then people were like, oh, you're a baby. That was the best idea. But uh, I, st- I stand by not doing that. Yeah, I stand by your. I stand by your uh, sensitivity and <laughs> very, like sensitive, the, very sensitive guy, Akiva. I feel like that. Was but the is right this a one-hit wonder? Call. This this is this is literally this band's only song, right? This is this is from a movie about 
a band that's a one-hit wonder. Jess, is this a one-hit wonder even? I mean, they are the O'Neaters. They are a one-hit, um, both in the story of the movie and also the way that this song had real play. So, I mean, I think it is a one-hit wonder. It's a little tricky because it's like a fictional band. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels a little... It feels a little odd, and I do love Stacy's mom is that example I'm talking about where none of their music sounds like Stacy's mom, and that sounds like that song should have been by like a pop punk band, not like some slightly like that is not the vibe of that band at all. Um, they they not like look like Newfound Glory or Blink One Eighty Two. They so I feel like Stacy's mom is an anomaly. Is so funny to me, but I guess you do technically. I would technically still count one. Uh, that thing you do as a one-hit wonder. So well, I guess I guess it's time to vote on the first matchup. What do you have, Jess? Uh, I think I have to vote for that thing you do because I love Hackensack. I really love that song. <laughs> Katy Perry does an incredible unplugged cover of it that I adore. Wow. So I feel like I've actually seen Fountains of Wayne live at the Troubadour. I feel like they have a little bit too much for this to be considered uh. a one-hit. The yeah, I, I mean, I to me, I I hear what I hear what Jess is saying, but I also think that like I disqualify that that thing you do, ban because that's not a real one at fair. wonder. First of I all, like totally the, 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 the lead the lead singer is, and I didn't know this. This is a cool like anecdote that that the lead singer founds a Wayne wrote the song and apparently writes a lot of movie songs. But bassist, bassist. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think either of these are going to win because I agree. Founds of Wayne probably a little bit too <laughs> successful to really uh, be like a true one hit wonder. Even though Stacy's sometimes it's like you had a lot of like second tier hits, and obviously Stacy's mom is is like so much bigger than anything they had. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with Stacy's mom and let and let Rob decide here. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Akiva here. I'll, I'll be with Stacy's mom. Uh, that I uh, agree. It feels like that uh, Michael Clark just uh, jammed uh, that thing you do uh, in here. Uh, probably didn't belong in the bracket in the first place. So can't <laughs> upset Stacy's mom here in the first round. Do we now, get vetoes? Yes. My, oh, Michael. Oh, so each if there's one if there's one thing I think that any of us find egregious, Mike has backup clips on hand. If you think if you think that cannot be in the bracket, then Mike has extra songs to to play. We okay. each get a veto. All right, like a hidden immunity idol of of a first song. <laughs> so congratulations to Stacy's mom has got it going on. Moving on to the uh, Sweet Sixteen. Yep. Did you? Did you? Uh, either next? of you guys know? Did either of you guys know any Stacy's? Uh, oh, yeah. When this song was popular, because I did, and I, I feel like it was a true nightmare for them, right? Just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like everyone, like this girl Stacy's mom, she would walk by and everyone would sing the song. I, I would have switched schools if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, uh, Michael. A- any sort of intro for what's coming up next? Nope, we have the four five matchup in the Verve region. So, Rob, if you want to click Verve four. Okay, here we go. That was Deep Blue Something with Breakfast at Tiffany's. 
<laughs> okay. Any any thoughts yeah. on this? Uh, a great jam. Mm-hmm. A great jam. Yeah, I'm happy we have it. Uh, I, I cannot take credit for this. It is a comedian who I do not remember uh, who it is at the at the, at the at the top of the head. But uh, he says that if you listen to the chorus, it's very funny how non-committal everything is. Mm-hmm. Where they're trying to think of the one thing that like connects the two of them, and uh, as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's it's funny when you think of just how like they're really stretching to find anything in common. Where it's like, hey, this old movie, like we both didn't hate it. <laughs> Yeah, what, what's the story? Does I've never it, really listened closely to the lyrics. Is it, is it people that have just met, or is this like a couple that's on the rocks? I think it's a couple that's on the rocks. Yeah, and and they're like, well, at least we both like this movie. Yeah, and I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one, probably one of the only bands on the list that I couldn't, off the top of my head, name the the band for the for the song. And does that help or hurt them that they're like, such yeah, I a didn't solid, Google it, you know. And you knew you, you knew, knew it off the yeah. top of your head. Well, yeah, but I I didn't. Uh, I think it's an earlier song than a lot. This has a very. Ni- I feel like one hit wonders for some reason have a very nineties bent. Yeah, what year is uh, this, I, Michael? I, just don't- uh, 90- I can absolutely tell you that the year is ninety five. Okay, peaked at number five on the Billboard charts. <laughs> okay, like one hundred forty two million Spotify downloads. Yes. listens. Yes. I say. Okay, and nobody could name one other Deep Blue Something song. Oh no, n- no way. Not not even their like aunt or uncle. I used to hear the song. Do you remember the channel channel? It was f- channel 14 where we grew up, Rob. Yes. The you know, it's like, you, oh, let's see what's on TV. The only way to do that if you didn't have an actual TV guide was the channel channel. This was always the song playing on the channel channel. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a blue background from what I recall also. So it made sense of deep blue something as the <laughs> constant music. All right. Uh, now, going up what's against it going up against? The five C It's going Verve 5, and I'll preface this by saying uh, this is the song that I've gotten the most flack for including yeah, some controversy in this coming here. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's versus... That was Mbop by Hanson. That's off their first record, Middle of Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I freaking love Hanson. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to join a, the what chorus. I assume, what, what I assume is a chorus <laughs> of people saying, how dare you? These brothers have yeah. continued to make music for decades. Um, I can name many other tracks. And... How dare you? No, um, uh, I think I probably am showing my hand for my ultimate vote, but I legitimately did love and adore Hanson. Yeah, and they have made music for decades. Michael, can you defend Hanson as a one-hit wonder band? Yes, I, I can absolutely defend it. <laughs> None of these choices, with the exception of uh, that thing you do, which uh, that was uh, Zach Brooks and I came up with that idea. None of these choices were just off the top of my head like, oh, that's a one hit wonder. If you go to Spotify and look up the Spotify playlist of one hit wonders, oh, so one guy is on decided. there. 
So okay, <laughs> whatever so intern at Spotify over. is making these playlists, uh, you guys should at them and not me. <laughs> well, okay, they're not so on the podcast. Not- you're not so much defending yeah, the logic of it. You're you just were the curator. Responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought, uh, Jess, I thought he had like a whole like, well, okay, so <laughs> I'll, I'll pretend. And I, I'm 100% with Jess. Obviously, this is not a one-it wonder. If I was playing devil's advocate, I would say name a second Hanson song. And Jess just said she could name dozens. So she would dunk on that that uh, defense. But like, I think the average person on the street might not be able to. They didn't have another top five hit, but they certainly had. They had two only two other hits that ever charted, which is not a huge number. The weird thing about Hanson compared to a lot of these bands is that their albums sold really well. But other than Mbop, their individual songs were never really like explosive hits. So I guess that would be the argument. Uh, but no, this is not a one at wonder. Obviously, we're all voting for a deep blue something. Veto is on the table, decision, Michael. If you want to just get it out not of there. worth it. Not even worth it. I spent my whole morning defending. We posted this bracket. I spent my whole morning defending Michael's <laughs> choice because people thought I picked the bracket. Oh, boy. Yeah. I wouldn't have started with the most controversial region. <laughs> this is like we did. Jess, we did a, um, a, a, a King of the Mats tournament once where we tried to decide the world's best mat. Uh, and ironically, we oh, it, it's not Jessica. We have a Queen of the Jennifers on the table, maybe for another year. But the um, the uh, the most controversial uh, idea was uh, Dave Matthews, that he was. Uh, oh. well, is he a Matthew or not? So we, sure. we got we got into that. Uh, well. So this is the Dave Matthews of, of this yes. bracket, I think. Michael, yeah, Dave, Dave Matthews band, one, one hit wonder. Of course not. Okay. I can name a dozen <laughs> well, well, Dave Matthews band songs. Just checking. That, that would be a, that's actually a good question. Jess, what would be the most infuriating? Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, Hanson's absurd. What would be, what would piss people off the most of any band on earth by putting them in here? Oh, like, God. Implying that they're a one hit wonder. I feel like maybe uh, like I feel like you could get tricky with like um, a giant like pop star diva and you could get like like immediately what popped in my head is if you only had like a cursory pop. Uh, music knowledge, like you didn't listen to pop music that much, and you thought that Celine Dion only had "My Heart Will Go mm. On" just because "My oh. Heart Will Go On" is so massive. Like you can get blinded by the size of the hit and now realize that she's had like dozens of bangers. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. That's like not a great answer because I think anyone giving it two seconds of thought would think, "Oh no, actually, there's a tons of Celine, Celine Dion songs." But uh, man, I don't know. That's a great question. Most egregious inclusion. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to think on that, but I think you could get, you could get fooled by the, the size of a hit, you know, mm-hmm. anyone who has a hit that's just yes. so much bigger that then you're like, Oh, there isn't anything else. Like I, you know, maybe you only would think about NSYNC having bye, 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 or, uh, like Backstreet Boys having, I want it that away. Like maybe you're, you just forget because they had a song that was so much bigger. Um, but yeah, it's a great question. Akiva, fair to say Mbop is a bop? Yeah, Mbop <laughs> is definitely a bop. I don't know if I can get away with saying it's a bop. I think I'm like two years too old to say that something's a bop. Okay. But I, I, I think I think that's fair. I think uh, I, I like Mbop. And we, for whatever reason, like all the Hanson stands on Earth, hap- like I don't know how many people listen to this podcast and I don't know how many Hanson stands there are, but it's a total circle. Like yeah. People were very hot in the streets about Russell Hanson. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, Let's go and listen to, okay, we have our three versus six matchup, okay? Anything anything to set the table? Nope, just play the clip. Okay, here we go. Here is our three seed. 
a lot of instrumental there for uh, Come On Eileen. What was the thought process there, Mike? <laughs> the thought process is when you hear that and it's a wedding, you're like, yeah. yes, get me on the dance floor. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. Come on, Eileen. Mm. Akiva, uh, what if your mom's what, name was Eileen? <laughs> my, my mom's middle name is Eileen. <laughs> How'd you guess that? <laughs> But it's with an A. No one's ever used it. Even if like her mom was was mad at her, she would never have said like Melissa Aileen, like come here. It's but ha- that's an insane get by you that I'm sure you didn't know. But yeah, her uh, her middle name is A I L E E N, and and she's never used it once in her life. Okay, all right, all right, and it's up against Verve Six. Verve Six. Here we go. That was Rupert Holmes with Escape, parentheses, the Pina Colada song. Very good. Very good radio. Um, this is a tough, this is a tough matchup, I think. Um, I think this is tough. When I was in high school, I uh, was bored in my Spanish class and made up a song and was singing it all day to people. And I was like, this is a pretty good song, right? Yo soy muy cansada. Yo quiero dormir. And it took like the whole day. And someone was like, that's the Pina Colada song. And I was like, ah, dang it. You're right. What did your lyrics translate to? Um, I'm very tired. Yo quiero dormir. I I like to sleep. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yo soy muy cansada. Me gusta mi cama. To be honest, <laughs> just, it makes more sense than the real song. Because the, the real song, <laughs> if you ever listen to uh, Akiva, are you familiar with this song? Yeah, 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 for sure. The real song for any of our younger listeners who might not know it. Basically, I'm not sure if this is a marriage or this is a relationship, uh, but a couple on the rocks, not going well. And so the uh, guy, I guess, uh, writes an ad, a personal ad. I guess this was a thing that uh, when there used to be personal ads in the newspapers, you write an art like, uh, and, and it would get posted in the newspaper and all these things that he liked. He's cheating on his girlfriend and then he gets a response and then lo and behold, Akiva, uh, it's the girlfriend answered the end and they just like, ha, 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 and they laugh it off and it's, uh, you know, just like a, a fun time that, and the infidelity of either of the partners never gets mentioned. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder, you know, we're going to have songs. I think we're going to have Who Let the Dogs Out, I yeah. assume, later. I'm curious. Like, I don't know if the Macarena is in here or whatever, like sort of novelty type songs versus songs that were like intended to like win Grammys and be really serious. You know, yeah, I don't, it's hard to it's hard to sort of judge them. J- Jess, what do you have as winning this matchup? I think um, I'm going to go with Come On Eileen um, because I love to freaking skank to that song. Um, shout out to like the ska days of the mid nineties. I know that's like not exactly what that song's vibe is, but it was close enough to me. Those like horns. 
um, makes me think of like having the Mighty Mighty Bastones having like a dedicated skank uh, hype man. Um, and I think, yeah, the content of the Pina Colada song is a bummer. <laughs> so I'm going to say, come on, Eileen. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think I, I think come on, Eileen is is uh, the the clear winner here. And, I, I, you know, if maybe it makes the final, which I don't know if it will, Mike, maybe we could hear like a different part of that song. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. if it makes the championship. I'll go, I'll go you on YouTube on and I'll just put the cursor anywhere randomly. It'll be a better part of the and song. It'll be better. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would be up for some sort of a modern day remake where, uh, you know, a couple finds each other on Tinder uh, and then uh, ends up swiping right on each other and then ends up uh, sort of like reigniting the passion of the relationship. But I will sweep it with come on, Eileen. <laughs> All, right, All right. Moving on. We will close out the Verve region with Verve 2. Okay. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay. I feel like this one's uh, an Uncle Kiwi favorite. Yeah, why? Why do you think that though? I feel like you mention <laughs> it constantly. I I mentioned semisonic closing time constantly. Yeah. I don't. Okay. All right. uh, I, 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 I just want to mentioned it at, at least five times on podcasts. <laughs> that's that's probably that's probably true. Jess, I'd like to know your opinion on the song, and uh, if you went to a semisonic concert, do you think? And I can tell you the correct answer. Do you think that they open or close with closing time? <laughs> um, I love this song. Uh, I never went to a semisonic concert, um, but I'm going to guess that that's a trick question. And they both opened and closed. Oh, with it. <laughs> we got a professional musician in the house, I think, because she is 100 percent correct. <laughs> what do they play Nailed in the it. middle? Uh, first of all, how dare you? Uh, uh, say, uh, have you ever heard of a little ditty called Singing in My Sleep? It was on MTV2 <laughs> all the time when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's similar to, to Jess talking about Hackensack for uh, Founds of Wayne. Like, I, I like the other Semisonic songs so much that it's hard for me to uh, even call them a one-hit wonder. But uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely voting for them. Okay. All right. No, you don't even know what it's up against. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. shoot. You're right. It's up against the right. seven. Sorry. Okay, here we go. A seven seed. <laughs> I'm still definitely voting for them. I Did Star Lord make this bracket? <laughs> Put some respect on Blue Suede, would you? <laughs> Blue Swede. All right. Okay. What a tough decision for Jess. <laughs> for me, it's to me. 
Um, yeah, I think yeah. this is a little tough because uh, I like both of these songs, and they both I think they both fit nicely into the pop culture pantheon. Um, I think they both serve a purpose, but I feel like I I can't name another semisonic song, and I also can't take away the many memories of it being the last song played at a school dance. So I I think it is a little more indelible to to the culture. So I'm going to say closing time. Yeah, I, I've already voted for closing time. Is is that is that song the hardest? I might. But Michael hold on, Clark hold on. Here is a so bit, that, yeah, yeah. Earlier in this uh, yeah. re, in this regional that uh, just said yes. she she couldn't she could not vote for this artist because she loved it so she loved it uh, so much. Fountains of Wayne. Uh, you're saying, hey, mm-hmm. I love Semisonic so much. They have so many hits. I'm definitely voting for them for the one hit wonder. Aren't you minimizing mm. your Semisonic? Or- Shouldn't you abstain and vote against them? (laughs) (laughs) Did I fry your brain? (laughs) Or did we lose you? Are you still there? (laughs) He might have uh, pulled his uh, wire out of the microphone. (laughs) He was so uh, agitated about Semisonic. (laughs) Hold on, let's see if it comes back. He has. Oh, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Oh, we, we just. What happened? I, wait, can I just tell? Can I tell you what happened? Yeah, please. Yes. Can, can please. I, can, you were just like you were like rag on me, but I thought you were talking to Jess. I was like, I've been podcasting with Rob for five years. I cannot believe he's being so mean to the guests. And there was always oh, talking to me. I was so stunned. I was like, we're like Jess is probably going to leave. Like that's how we talk to each other, but we're friends. Like oh my god. And then I just realized you're talking to me. And I was like sweating. I was like, oh my God, why are you being like, she did us a favor? And this is how, and like, and she didn't even say that. What are you talking about? I said that. But I, I thought you were talking to Jess. We're leaving all this I was in. So, by I the was way. like, yeah. that's fine. I was so nervous. I was like, I was like, Rob has never had a moment like this in, in six years of podcasting. He, his, he must be, did he just ask Jess if her brain was fried? What the hell's wrong with him? I was so like, is- I was like, all right, like maybe Corona has taken over his brain. I was so I'm scared. And now it's like, oh, yeah. That, that. But now I realize the way you talk to me would be patently terrible to speak to any other human being. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. That's funny. Um, Out of body yeah, experience. I, that was crazy because I was here the whole time, but I was like, yeah, we, lo- we lost Jess because she's not answering. <laughs> okay, like maybe she left. Incredible. And, uh, by the way, don't blame her. I, I don't blame her after that whole, that whole thing. Um, so... Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but no, I don't really love singing my sleep. I, I don't like have it on any playlist. I really haven't heard it in years. I did like it in 1997. Uh, and I listen, it's going to be hard for you guys. You're going to you guys are going to have to knock closing time out of the tournament because I'm not going to do it myself. I don't think yeah. I don't know what else necessarily is in the bracket. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm taking closing time, I and mean, you could knock it out right yeah. now. I think. Well, Rob. Can that I just would ask be, you well, the story of closing time? Uh, that yeah, the guy the guy saying I I know who I want to take me home. Is this like a designated driver situation, or there there's a woman at the bar and and he wants her to drive drive him home? What's going on there? I think, I think you he know, wants to go home with a lady from a bar, right, Jess? Yeah, yeah, and I think that also just like. Unlike some of the other one-hit wonders that we've uh, touched on so far, 
there's a little more left to the imagination. Oh, you know, okay. we get to really enjoy what we think closing time is, but I'm pretty sure he's just leaving the bar with someone he's made a beautiful connection with. Yeah. Okay. Not a great video also for such a popular song. I think the video was pretty like dark and like nothing special. Maybe they filmed it before the song exploded. I'm not before sure. they turned the lights on at the bar right at the end. <laughs> Possible. Okay. Not quite closing time. All right. All right. So are, are we through a regional? We are through well, the verb region. First right, round. So closing time. Put it through. Oh, okay. Fine. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going on to the Southwest regional. This is the Carl Bachman region. Uh, and so, of course, Paul Bachman, the, the singer of uh, She's So High, uh, just missed the cut. Uh, here's another song that is going to make people very angry with a Spotify intern. Uh, please play Bachman One. Okay. Okay, can I can I guess what happened here? Yes. Did <laughs> did people submit try to submit 500 miles and then said 1000 miles and then this got voted in? Every two 500 miles I just counted as one Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> this is not you. if you had said I don't know what year what song did this year uh what year did this song come out, Mike? Uh this song came out in 2002. Yeah, I think if in 2002 or three or four, had you like uh, posited that uh, Vanessa Carlton is one hit wonder, they would have burned you as a witch, like just an insane idea. And I almost like fear looking hey, at her with the ordinary day saying, as much as the next person, but it was on the list. Hmm. OK, <laughs> Jess, would you have been able to name other Vanessa Carlton songs besides 500 miles? I don't think so. 1,000 miles. miles. One thousand, sorry, I'm, I'm mixed up on my miles here. I don't think I would be able to, but I also would be like, surely she has some, you know, I just think like the piano singer songwriter girl was so popular at this time that I'm like, well, I might be confusing some of her songs with some other people, but certainly she had other ones would be like my gut reaction. Had to. Who was the alpha of this group? Michelle Branch, right? Michelle Branch is the alpha of the early 2000s girl singer songwriter group. (sighs) Gosh. Yes. Then there's some that came on the tail end that I think ended up being way bigger, though. Like, when is when is Alicia Keys' Grammy sweep? Uh, 03, I would guess. Okay, so I mean, like, I think then she takes it and is like, actually, I'm going to be humongous. <laughs> um, hmm, tough. Can tough. I just ask that... In the creation of this, so this was not a joke that this is supposed this is supposed to be here. This is a number one seed in the one hit wonder bracket. Like if you ask yep. people, give me thirty one hit wonders, would this song come up on anybody's list? Yeah, it, it was it was so. the number four seed overall. Yep, one seed in this bracket. Well, so, you're, so Rob, you're really ragging on our listeners because he, they voted this song. But did they, for, you know, did they the mean this song or did they were they trying to say 500 miles? Who knows? Maybe that's here that too. too. And, but and how is a, that and how too. spoiler alert for the bracket? How is the matchup not a thousand miles versus 500 miles? I, I Rob, can only, do, I, can only I can only uh, skew the bracket one time. 
Okay. All right. So, all right. A thousand miles is taking on uh, the number eight seed here. All right. Eight. Yep. Here we go. Once there was this kid who got into an accident and caught and caught his school but when he finally came back, his hair had turned from black into bright white. He said that it was from when the cousin smashed so. Okay, uh, this is the crash test dummies with mm 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 from mm. 1993. Yeah. Okay. All right. More of a traditional one hit wonder. Jess, are you familiar with the Weird Al version of this song? I'm not. Oh yeah, it's called Headline News. What is it? Akiva, do you do you know this? No, I don't. Maybe okay. if you said, if you you know, sang it, <laughs> so we'd, we'd oh, all right. Let it, me see I if I can, if I, I'm gonna look at the lyrics uh, really quick. Uh, so Weird Al did a parody of this song from 1993, profiling some of the biggest stories of 1993. Uh, do you have any guesses which which news stories uh, were mentioned in the Weird Al version headline news? Uh, okay, so it was uh, the uh, he talks about the kid who went to Singapore and got flogged. Okay. Uh, he talks about oh, yeah. what was that guy's name? Uh, <laughs> that was such big news. Yeah, uh, that's why it was the headline news. Uh, he talks about Nancy Kerrigan yeah. and Tanya Harding, and oh, then, and, and closes it out with uh, John Wayne Bobbitt. Those were the top three. But a Foucault <laughs> snub uh, here by Weird Al. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Good video um, for this one, right, Akiva? Uh, yeah, you know what the the do you think the mm that like I feel like in a, in a in a you know SEO type era, Jess? I don't know if that like plays as the name of the song's title. Like I don't know, you know, I don't know. Uh, like, does that hold up? How do you spell it? It's just like a bunch of M's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, three, it's three M's, M's four, four times. times, twelve M's. Jeez, that's so tough. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like Crash Test Dummies, as the name of a band, uh, was like a reference joke generator. Um, I feel like people like talking about them. So for that alone, I feel like they should get my vote. Yeah, I'm putting the dummies through also. Yeah, yeah. I think it's disrespectful to Vanessa Carlton to ever win. You know, I think she's not a one hit wonder. And, and so she can't win here. Vanessa Carlton is probably most likely uh, to, like Semisonic. No offense, I like them. Is not coming out with another banger like Vanessa Carlton. She could have a oh. big time comeback. I think they say she has stands on Twitter that are going to drag us. That no, I think we have listeners who are going to who are who are Carlton stands. Yeah, I can, see a lot of Vanessa Carlton stuff. Just one. I don't. I don't mean to harp on this, Michael. And you've done a great job yes. of uh, putting of these clips together. Uh, and I really appreciate all, all of your hard work. But how, how does something become mm-hmm. the, the one seed? You, this is the, the, it got the most votes, or you just felt like that these are the number one seeds? No. This, so all of the uh, top five seeds, or the in internet region Spotify, said this is the one seed. 
No, were voted on by the people. I put out a list of a hundred songs, and the top twenty vote getters in order are seated that way. Okay. So this got the fourth most votes. I, I think this was a mistake. Song. I think people thought that this was that was five hundred miles. <laughs> I'm telling you, they don't, Ralph. Okay. But okay. I, I think it's a it's a decent theory. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mistake five hundred miles for a thousand miles because they walk it there and back. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a math the, error Vanessa here. Colton versus the Proclaimers, also very similar. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Are we ready? Right, we're moving on to four the four five matchup in the Bachman region. Uh, so if you would play Bachman four. Okay, here we go. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. What is love? Okay, that's. Hadaway with What is Love? Yep. <laughs> and it's up against If you would give Bachman me a multiple five. choice there, I would not I would not have guessed the the band name. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, entirely popularized by uh the Night at the Roxbury guys, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. I think so. Of course. Okay. I can't listen to it without moving my neck to the side. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. And then taking on the 5 seed here. All right. All right. It's Raining Men by the the Weather Girls. Uh, yep. Jess, do you know any of the origin story of the Weather Girls and, and how they came up with their signature hit? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't either. I thought you had a great story <laughs> there, Rob. No, I wish I did. You were I like mean, setting up something fascinating. Yeah, I, I just imagine. I know like, Mike did a lot of research. Mike, you got it. I was ready for a great tale. Uh, yeah, from 1982, yeah. Uh, it peaked at 46 on the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> Is it even a hit? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Wow, that's crazy. That's not- I would think it'd be way higher. I mean, I that's like it's more an popular iconic now. song. <laughs> it might have a little bit of of uh, Toto's Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, vibes where it keeps getting bigger through time but i think that's pretty crazy yeah. yeah huh wow that really puts into question it's one hitness how high did um mm-hmm. what is love get what is love uh peaked at number 11 and that was from 1993 wow okay wow i feel like for that reason i think i might vote for what is love because that's crazy that it's raining men didn't get higher hmm it's so weird. They they put this duo together to make this one song, and they get like they built the band name around the song. Did they did they have the song first, and then they found these two ladies to sing it? No, I thought you had no, the great story for us. I don't no know. One knows. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. no one knows, and no one will ever know. <laughs> yeah, 
It's definitely not a Google away or anything. Yeah. I don't. So actually, so uh, I know it's I, on I, Wikipedia. So Paul Jabara and Paul Schaefer wrote the song in 1979. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So they uh, both they both have SNL ties because I feel like Paul Schaefer was at SNL probably about then, right? Yeah, well, so they um, originally so this is actually this is a good story. They originally brought the song to Donna Summer and she rejected the song after becoming a born again Christian. She said that the song is blasphemous. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I ju- I just wonder if what is love was anything before the before the night at the Roxbury thing. So I- I'm going to go raining Matt. Akiva, I think it was bigger in uh, the the LGBTQ community. So uh, I, I think uh, it's not in your it wouldn't have been in your wheelhouse before SNL. Which which song? Well, I didn't what know. I didn't oh, know. Both, actually. I, 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 both, aren't, I feel these like both, both. aren't these songs both from the 80s? No, no uh, it's always 90s. 93. Oh, OK. Yeah. All right. But still, I wasn't listening to music. I was nine years old. Like I wasn't really, you know, <laughs> sure. you know I don't know. OK. Uh, I'll go with It's Raining Men. I feel like it's more of uh, a lasting song that you might uh, it might be, you know, people are more excited to hear that than uh, What is Love. Fair enough. Okay. Definitely fair. All right. All right. It's advancing. Uh, next matchup uh, pits the number three versus number six. So, Rob, if you could play Bachman three, please. That was Tommy Two-Tone with 8675309 aka Jenny. Really good. Okay. Really keeping it going. Uh surprisingly, <laughs> besides that thing you yeah, do, really the like least amount of Spotify views. Oh, listen. Huh. Yeah. Oh, you 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 so, tracked uh, all a measly the, uh... 33 mil. <laughs> wow. Well, can you tell crazy. us what the most I guess when it comes up? Uh, I will. Okay. All right. The, the only problem with eight six seven five three zero nine is I feel like it it uh, brought about a, a generation of awful jokes, like one funny one, and then twenty five years of just terrible right. jokes. And what's Jenny's area people. code? It does. It's not r- 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 relatable anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, then taking on the sixth seed. That is Soft Cell with Tainted Love. <laughs> also from 1981. Okay. All right. Whew. Whew. This is a tough one. This one's got me a little to, twisted. This one's I want to hear the end of both these songs. Je- yeah. Jess is right. <laughs> like, man, this is, uh, this is a tricky one because I feel like Jenny 8675309 is a little more like gimmicky and jokey mm-hmm. and tainted love i think is a banger 
And I, wow. Whew. I don't know. This is tough. I'm surprised Tainted Love, they didn't have, uh, they didn't have more hits. Who sings it again? Soft Cell. Not a great name for a band. Yeah, Not a great name. Might have been the name. Sell. Hard Cell yeah. would be yeah. better. Hard Cell. <laughs> Tommy Two Tone is yeah, great, sell. bro. <laughs> Dude, what, Dude, what, what's great? Tommy Two Tone? Yeah. <laughs> well, but he was always Tommy Two Tone, and then it's like, uh, then they have a phone number, and there was always going to be a one hit wonder. Do you know what makes me sad, Jess? When I'm like looking up these bands, and it says like, you know, Soft Cell was like an American, you know, folk rock band, whatever. It's like, I want to see the is. I want to see that they're still going, still trying to. Yeah. crank out that second hit you know it's They're sad so when it says was and it's like i'm never going to be able to see soft sale or tommy two-tone like that's terrible uh tommy two-tone only one tune <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i feel i feel it's a little gosh i think i this is a tough one because i'd rather vote on what feels like more one hit wondery but this one i kind of want to vote for this the song i think is better huh I'm going to vote for Tainted Love, but really by nothing. Just that I like that song more, which maybe is the wrong metric. And maybe is shifting back on my own metric and Rob will yell at me for it. And there'll be a stone <laughs> silence. Um, but, uh, just don't hang up. I, just, I really like that yeah. song. So I feel like I'm going to vote for Tainted Love. Hmm. But I can't imagine I'm, it going I'm totally far. With, yeah, I'm totally with, uh, with Jess here that... Eight six seven five three zero nine is like the almost the definition. Like it's one of the five biggest. Like clearly, there's no second big hit. It is a one hit wonder. It's the example of one hit wonder. But what's our criteria? Like, are we saying better song? Clearly, Tainted Love I think is a better song. Like unironically than eight six seven five three zero nine. So I'm I'm not gonna leave it in the hands of Rob. I'm going with with Tainted Love as well. Yeah, you shouldn't because uh, eight six seven five three zero nine is much more likely to be stuck in my head the rest of the day. So I'm gonna <laughs> that is put true. That through. But I like both these songs. I think it's like objectively good too. It's not. There's a couple gimmick songs I feel like that are you know classic one at wonders, but that's a good song. Okay. All right. Tainted Love moving through. All right. We got our two seven matchup. Okay. Yep. Here so is Bachman two. Here is the two seed. Okay. Vanilla how did, Ice. How did Under Pressure get on this list? I know, it's crazy. It's insane. Uh, never another hit for uh, Robert Van Winkle. People might want to like say turtle rap or <laughs> whatever. What um, funky music. But that's not his song. That's Wild Cherry. Neither is <laughs> Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's a two C. I mean, he really does never have a, another hit. I th- Jess, is this a, is this like is this a mistake? Should this not be on the list? I can't even tell. Uh, I think this should definitely be on the list. This feels okay. Fine. I can't think of another hit, and I feel like this is a this this feels this feels uh, iconic. And uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like this is a big this is a big dog coming in right now. Okay, big it is. Dog. It is, it is yeah. this is the this could be the Duke of the tournament right here. This is like <laughs> yeah. it's gonna, you're gonna have to knock out 
You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to bring your A game to knock out Ice Ice Baby. I think that's okay. right. true. All right. Here's Let's the see s- if it could be a first round upset though, as he plays number seven. Seven seed. Here we go. Okay, this was Weedus with Teenage Dirtbag. Was this the big dog, Akiva? Was this going to knock out Ice Ice Baby? I, it's Honestly, it's objectively like, I don't want to say it's like one of my favorite songs, but it's probably in my top like 200 songs. Like I, the, the beginning like, with her name is Noel, that's, yeah, it's in the top 200. Like I, I, I love, I love this song unironically and I don't know any other Weedus song, so it fits the criteria. Uh, I don't let, let Jess vote first, I, but I, I'm I, I don't know. This to me is tough because obviously one of these songs is bigger. But like if you had to play one of these songs and repeat for an hour, are you really listening to Ice Ice Baby? I don't know. That shouldn't be the criteria. <laughs> it would, the, the, which song is better and like less annoying is uh, it, it should. In my if, mind, if, if is we were criteria. doing the best song bracket that, OK, I could see yeah. that being the criteria. But when we're talking about the greatest one hit wonder of all time, like, mm-hmm. oh, I could listen to yeah. this song all day is not really, I feel like, a great criteria okay. for uh, knocking something out that's much more iconic. Yeah, I agree. I, I, let it anyway. slip in. I let it slip in for my Tainted Love vote, but I feel like that was because I felt like it was really close. But I agree that it shouldn't. The quality of the song should be a lower tier metric. So I'm going to say uh, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, I think it's Ice Ice Baby. I don't, I don't think it's close. All right. I, I lose I lose two to one then. But I, I sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Wheatus. Like I, I gave you guys. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know who's in Wheatus. I don't know if it's like a husband wife duo or I have no idea. But uh, I, I I tried. I tried for Wheatus. Yeah. OK. All right. Moving All right, on. So we're All done right, with half done. Of the bracket. We are moving yeah. to the uh, the Northeast. Okay. All right. Quadrant. Here we go. All right. This is the Eagle Eye Cherry region. Uh, and so, Rob, if you could play EEC one. Okay. All right. Some heavy hitters here. The one seed here in the Eagle Eye Cherry regional. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita. Jessica. <laughs> okay. Lou Bega. I obviously loved this song because my name was in it. Was this a problem when you were a kid that Jessica shows up in the song, Jess? Oh, no, I was I was into it because I was like, there are no songs. There's like the uh, there's an Allman Brothers band song that's just called mm-hmm. Jessica, but it's like eight minutes long and instrumental. So, yeah. and I don't think I was aware of that when this song came came out. So I was like, "There's never been a song about a Jessica, and hear my name in yeah. a long list of girls. I'll take it." 
What do you think Lou Bega's method was for picking like the eight or ten women's names in this song? Like, were they women he knew, or he just came up with them? I think they're all of his dear sweet lovers. <laughs> well, look, this look is at you, like Lou Bega. Anthem theme song. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think he probably was really looking at uh, syllables of names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is much more based on like some some scan techniques, <laughs> a little iambic pentameter, seeing how they would flow and fit on a downbeat. Um, mm. uh, definitely, There's a lot of common All right, names. And it's up against EEC eight. Okay, here we go. Sugar. That's Sugar Sugar by The Archives. The Archies. No, not oh, The no, Archives. Sorry, the sorry, Archies. That's, 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 sorry. Casey has <laughs> dyslexic. Uh, extra, Archies. Extra V in there? Sorry. Okay. Sorry. All now, right. uh, Keith, as an Archie stan, do you <laughs> love this song? Yeah, I love Archie. I, I love Archie, although I, I don't like the to the TV show Riverdale. Um, No, I no don't like the song. I never right? like the song between... Between the no, I think it is. I think it was like a it is a connection, yes. question. I'm I'm talking out of school. I think it's connected. No, you're right, Kiva. There's a connection. There's a connection between yeah. these two I'm songs. Clear. No, no, between, no, no, between um, uh, the Archies and the Archie comics. Oh, okay, great. Phew, phew, phew. And I was like, this that's going to be some the fountain of wayne singer wrote both these songs <laughs> <Yes>. oh. <laughs> one in 1968 uh, i'm clearly voting for lou bega here though i think this is that that i think the archie song was the worst one in the whole bracket so far <laughs> yeah uh i'm mambo number five for sure yeah not close yeah it's not like close the, it's like the cop in state it's just happy to be here it was an eight seed it got blown out the game was over at the first commercial <laughs> okay all right all right out of the bracket Goodbye. All right, back, next back one, the EEC four okay. versus five. Okay. All right. Four versus five. All right. Here's four. Daniel Powder had a bad day. Uh, just is this song uh, completely popularized because that on one season of American Idol they played it for people that got eliminated? Was it American Idol five? Wow, that's an incredible poll. Um, uh, gosh, I think we we have to assume that yes, Daniel I can't Powder. <laughs> Akiva, were you an American Idol guy at any point? I, I mean, I, I like, you know, kept up with it the same way, you know, it was like such a big, uh, even like by the fifth season, it was so big. Uh, so like you knew what was going on. But I, this song was constantly on all radio for a solid year. This was like even amongst one hit wonders. This was a pretty big hit. But I also feel like even at the time, you probably knew some of these songs. It's like, oh, my God, Vanessa Carlton didn't have 30 hits. That's insane. Whereas Daniel Patter, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. They did one hit. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He had one good day, it turns out. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Many bad ones. <laughs> the rest were all bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's up against EC5. Okay. This is, a, this is a tough matchup. This is a tough matchup. Here we go. Okay, another uh, rough uh, cut there, Michael. <laughs> Long musical inter- intro. Um, whoa, this is tricky, but I think I'm... I'm too sexy, right, said Fred, is the artist. Um, I'm a little... Uh, uh, this is maybe not good bracket protocol, but I'm a little motivated by wanting to see a specific matchup. Oh, like, mm. I think I think this would be my answer anyway, but I think I'm voting for I'm Too Sexy. It feels like it's cut from the similar cloth of Ice Ice Baby, and I feel like it's gotta go against Mambo Number Five. Like I gotta see that happen. Um, I'm voting for I'm Too Sexy, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, but, I'm with Jess. I, I don't know why bad, bad day just hasn't like at the time it was like okay, you play it, maybe you're having a bad day, you're in high school or something. Yeah, like, I feel like it hasn't. I feel like it has not held up at all. I think I'm Too Sexy. It's like a very like it's. I think it's got winner potential. That the two I'm too sexy versus Mambo number five is a really powerhouse. Yeah. second. it's the Kentucky versus Wichita State for the college hoops fans at home <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I got I'm too yeah. sexy winning. Yeah. I'm too sexy is an iconic song and you know a classic one hit wonder. Bad day I feel like only exists to be the soundtrack to like joke videos that people make on mm-hmm. YouTube and, and share when somebody's like falling down in slow motion. So. <laughs> I'm too sexy advances for me. Sweep it. I think Bad Day probably will do well on TikTok. Yes. Right? Yeah, definitely. I, f- I feel yeah. like it, the, the, the hook is short enough. I think it'll do well on TikTok. Had a bad day. Okay. Bring it back. Okay. We're moving on to, I think it's going to be a very close matchup, but I could be putting my thumb on the scale here uh, with a 3 6 in the EEC region. So start with number three. That's Tub Thumping by Chumba Wumba. Sure is. There, there for a year, like anytime you, I was like something for school or Girl Scouts or soccer practice or something where like you had to make a sub team and give yourself a name. I feel like everyone was like, we should probably be called Chumba Wumba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great name. Great name. If their, it's a, if it's their a name great was name. like Blue Table, would people still know this song? Deep Blue Table. Like is half of it... Yeah, if, if is half of it just the just like their their band name. I mean, the uh, combination you know, of tub name. thumping with Chumbawamba, just a collection of nonsense words mm-hmm. and sounds. I yeah. mean, brilliant! It's it's brilliant. The British hooligans. You could you could also flip them, right? Like it could be it could be the song oh. Chumbawamba by the band Tub Thumping. Yeah, easily. absolutely. 
easily. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Taking on the sixth seed here in the Eagle Eye Cherry bracket. Here we go. Okay. Natalie Imbruglia torn. Correct. Okay. This is in my karaoke rotation. It's in mine as well. Okay. It's a great one. This is, this is really funny. Michael, when you were like, I think this is a tough matchup. I had the bracket open from your Twitter and uh, Mm -hmm. I was like, what? I don't think so. But that was because I had it pretty small and thought it said Tom. And I was like, I don't even know what what song You know what's hilarious, Jess? Like we got like ten tweets. We got ten tweets today. That said, "What song is Tom?" And I've ah, never heard of it before. I'm of the people. <laughs> so um, many people. Yeah, that is hilarious. I was like, truly, how could anything beat uh, tub thumping? But tub thumping. Think, <laughs> um, but I freaking love torn. Ooh, this is very hard. These are good songs. Akiva, are you torn? One of them, at least. <laughs> I, I am i think object isn't it objectively first of all natalie and Bruglia's song uh like famously but not super famously is a cover right it, the first one wasn't a hit but it's not her original yep. song i think it's such a good song it really holds up well i, I think it's a great song but like tub thumping it might be like the, the like the one hit wonder you know mm-hmm. what i mean i i i'm almost scared to vote to me this is the hardest vote of the whole bracket i want to hear jess vote first give her the give her the job <laughs> I shall fall on this very difficult sword. Um, I I think it has to be Chumbawamba's. Uh, yeah. I think it has to be it. Nothing can knock it down. It'll just get back up again. Um, <laughs> I think it. I think you're right. I think it's like if I close my eyes and think one hit wonder. I I I torn is sort of like oh I maybe I maybe think oh Natalie really definitely had another song right mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. I know. Tub thumping is their only hit. <laughs> yes. Do you guys want to guess where this where this charted? Like the the best that it ever did on the top one hundred. Which song? Torn. Torn. I'm going to say top twenties. No, it's forty two. Wow. Do you know what? Shocking. Do you know what it might have been? I think the video when I mean, it's her, just her in the room. It's like her in like a yep. studio apartment type thing. Maybe like yeah, laying the, on the ground. Uh, maybe the video was. <laughs> bigger than the song because like it's the early mtv like maybe even t- like could it have been very beginning of trl or something mm-hmm. uh but also maybe that's wrong michael this was like such a popular song that was on the radio constantly okay like yeah <laughs> there weren't 30 more popular songs on the radio at any point when this was on. <laughs> yeah i i don't think it stands a chance against tub thumping yeah this is stacked region though i, I think uh, torn could have beat some of the songs yeah but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i would have started here <laughs> okay. Uh, For the sequel next uh, year, Mike. He's, 
EC uh, track two, yeah. the two seed in this uh, packed region. I, I only but. say that because people start writing comments, at, you know, as they're listening. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to start big on these things. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, this is the, the two seed. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. And when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Want to pull up? Because you notice that butt was stuck. Deep in the jeans she's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby. I want to get hooked up and take your picture. My whole boy's trying to warn me, but that butt you got makes. Okay, that was uh, Baby Got Back. Was that Sarah Palin, Akiva? It was Sarah Palin's version, correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, just Sir Mix-a-Lot uh, did not have any other hits? Not that I know of, I guess. Uh, tragic. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we still get to benefit from him in the world. Uh, just because he's not putting out tracks does not mean he's not putting out magic. <laughs> um uh, I think this is going to be tough to beat. Personally, try to Seattle, Sir Mix a Lot. Mm-hmm. He he is the best thing musically to ever come out. Of this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Pearl, Pearl Jam could take a back seat. <laughs> Sorry, Nirvana. Nirvana, yeah. Nirvana hit the road. Of Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, and that's up against uh, the seven seed. Which, uh, yeah, go ahead and play it. Okay. Here we go. This is the story of a dude. And then you could stop listening to the song after that, right? Yeah. yeah. No, let's, let's, listen, Baby got back in the biggest blowout of the night. No offense to whoever sings. It's absolutely parentheses story of a girl. Unless I'm, unless be nine I'm days, you know, overthinking. Um, yeah. Nine days. Yeah. Yes. The. It, dur- th- during the nine days, uh, Orthodox Jews like myself uh, don't eat meat, and so like that song also. It, it reminds me of just uh, like the, f- the fallow period in the summer where you know it's not fun. And we also I, don't listen to music, ironically. Huh? I can I can never vote for a song that's basically just a guy saying "smile more." So, mm-hmm. um, so the, the more pro woman women song baby got back you're gonna go i with? think so. i would rather have my backside objectified than been like you know when i like her when yeah. she smiles yeah <laughs> both are stories of a girl that's so, true yeah okay all right baby got back moving on all right, so uh, the last region that we need to get through, it is the Spin Doctors region, uh, and we will start with the number one seed in the Spin Doctors region. So spin one, please. Who let the dogs out? Get back, you play in the skin mongrel. 
Okay. Baja men. Akiva, uh, are you a yeah. big Baja men who let the dogs out guy? Well, I, they were involved in a great sporting memory for both myself yes. and you, if you remember. Of course. Uh, they played yeah, I on blocked, the field. I blocked that out. Yeah, sure. What, well, no, wasn't the game they won? Wasn't it Wasn't it uh, game three at home, the only game they won? Uh, the the no, Mets-Yankees Subway a, Series. That I uh, totally identify the uh, Baja Man, the victory celebration song of the 2000 National League champion uh, Mets. But how strange is it that they played and uh, uh, Mike is, of course, famously a big Yankee fan. So this was not a great mm-hmm. memory for him, although ultimately he was victorious. <laughs> the the it's so weird that they had a concert on the field, like while waiting for the game to start at like 8.08 p.m. on national TV with like, no, we need to hear the Baja men play who let the dogs out before we start the World Series. It was a pregame concert. I think the probably the only one. Like Babe Ruth was rolling over in his grave. It was insane. <laughs> they uh, but that song. Was, so I will say the Yankees did it. The Yankees did it in 2009 with Empire State of Mind. Okay. In the World Series as well. By the way, not a great like not a great stretch of like songs for women. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, you picked them, Michael. Yeah. So okay. I, it's, how, it's just how the seating uh, worked itself out. Okay. It's up against the eight seed. All right. Justin, you want to add anything about who let the dogs out? <laughs> um, uh, I have a memory of going on a cruise with my family, and this is what the waiters brought out, uh, like baked Alaskas, too. Oh. So, um, <laughs> um, and for that, I will always love it. <laughs> okay. It's going up against the eighth seed here. That's the new radicals. You get what you give. Rob, you seem unfamiliar with this band. Uh, I mean, I feel like that uh, it's not a particularly iconic song for me, uh, especially compared to (laughs) Who Let the Dogs Out. I feel like that this is uh, not even close. Yeah, I feel like there's no way Who Let the Dogs Out doesn't uh, win right now. But I do really love this song. Um, Me too. I think it's really pretty and cool and uh and i like it and i want the world to know so i'm saying it here but i am also voting for who let the dogs out okay you know so am i but i i do think rob the new radicals is like the purest one hit wonder here where it's where it's like they only existed for two years it was really like the front man his name was greg alexander uh and like he had a he had a hit and it's like i hate hollywood or whatever and he just left and it wasn't like he tried. It was they he quit before their album was like even finished, you know, like pushing the singles from that album. So, you know, shout out to him. him. He left he yeah. left on a high. Big shout out, but I think that makes him less of a one-hit wonder and more of a mm-hmm. one-hit putting it in my own terms der. You know, like I think the yeah. <laughs> the randomness of it uh, goes into the one-hit wonderness of it. And if he took himself yeah. out of the running, then we have to do the same. It's like a guy who had one at bat and hit a home run and that's it. <laughs> 
Yeah. How, how do you know so much about this guy? And also, it sounds like that he's like, uh, oh, like, oh, the establishment. It's like, oh, the industry. <laughs> he was exactly like that. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, then get him out of this tournament. Doesn't belong here. <laughs> Can't have it. It was very it. popular when I was, like, at the very beginning of high school and, in 1998. And it was like, this song was on MTV a lot. And, and you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in like it was less of a college tune than a high school tune for you. I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to the four five matchup here. Okay. All right. Let's go to the number four seed here in the Spin Doctors Regional. Okay, that's Aqua Barbie Girl. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, just do you have any things about uh, Barbie Girl? Um, you know, not for me. <laughs> yeah. Is this a pro Barbie song or anti Barbie song? Uh, I think it's a pro Barbie song uh, with a little bit of tongue in cheek. So I hmm. appreciate that. I wish it was a little cheekier. Mm. Um, it's a pretty dumb song, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, it is. All right, it is. Here we go. Uh, take it on the five. Speaking seed. of dumb songs, <laughs> I'd been forgotten, I'd I'd been married long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye been forgotten, I'd been married long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Okay, that's Cotton Eye Joe, and this is by Rednecks, is the name of the band? Yes, correct. Yep. Okay. Barbie, You Cotton put the two Eye most Joe. annoying of the 32 together, Mike. Uh, yeah, for These sure. Are like the two worst songs. Which I think is Vitos, really- are, Vitos are out there to be used. Uh, Get one of them out of here if you who's want. Got, who's, got, who's got time for a veto in, uh, yeah. <laughs> in this We're county? on a tight schedule today. Um, yeah. for me, I, for me, it's Cotton Eye Joe because, uh, there's, uh, there's something just like really fun and stupid about remembering, like trying to dance to this in high school, like at dances or something. And Barbie girl is like, these are both truly very lame songs, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean they're bad one hit wonders. But for me, I think it's Cotton Eye Joe and maybe it's because I only have one episode of Tiger King left. And so I got, you know, Joe's on the mind, but oh, Cotton Eye uh, Joe exotic. Cotton Eye Joe exotic for me, pushing it through. Yeah, he a uh, musical artist in his own right. That's right. <laughs> no spoilers. Um, I think uh, who let the dogs out. I think we could agree Carol is going Baskin to the, is a the Barbie elite. girl. I, I, um, I right. Who let the dogs out is obviously beating either one of these. My Cotton Eye Joe memory, and I'm going to advance it is when I went to summer camp. The only sort of like organized dance I ever did in my life is like they had the. The, the counselors in training, the CITs do like a dance to this song. And we, we had these like white undershirts. Uh, I guess you would call them wife beaters back then. I don't know what the like appropriate name for it. I'm sure that that's not what people call it now. A shirt. A ribbed tank top. Yeah. Yeah. A ribbed tank top. 
And uh, so we like the, the plan was midway through the song. We were all going to like rip off our like polo sh- or like long sleeve shirts and just wear those. And like the dance teacher in camp said, like, if you do that, we're cutting the music. And we're like, yeah, OK. And then we did it. And they they cut the music and like kicked us out of the gym in front of like a thousand people. It was it was very traumatizing. Anyway, Cotton Eye Joe, that's my Cotton Eye Joe story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You ripped Cotton Eye Joe. Ooh. Okay. All right. Cotton Eye Joe. Right, so Cotton Eye Joe moves on. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, three six. Three yep. six. Here. Here we go. Uh, here's the three seed. Somebody that I used to know, Gautier. Did I, am I saying that right? Gautier. Yep. Okay. All A right. A very fun music video. Yes. Mm-hmm. This, this was one where I was like, it's so at the bottom of the bracket that I was like, I wonder if that's going to be on here. And then it was. And then I was delighted. And that's the end of this story that had a lot of twists and turns. <laughs> and I think we all agree was worth telling. <laughs> Je- Jess, isn't this like the stamp that like, because go- this song is probably the newest song on the whole list. Isn't this right, like was, the stamp like this? He he's he is officially a one hit wonder. Like, you know, he still had a chance until we put him in this bracket to have a second <laughs> big hit. Sorry, and now it's over, I think. Yeah, yeah, I was I was thinking that there's like for a bracket like this, there's like an opposite of recency bias. Like the longer a song has sort of like stayed in that cult status, the more it, it achieves one hit wonderness. And I think so it's harder for us to claim that of a new song. Also, just the reality of like that band could still do something. But I think at this point, this is maybe the the greatest modern one hit wonder. Yeah, mm. I could see an artist being really pissed, like that somebody that has a hit like in the last year, and we put them in the one hit wonder bracket, and then we get like really incensed. Yeah, which would maybe be fair. Uh, but this be? song was from like five years ago, know. right? Six years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can, can I tell you what I saw on on the Renap Reddit? We had people saying, "How did Michael not put Call Me Maybe in this bracket?" And then people um, were like, "Oh, Robin and Keeve are are middle aged. Uh, well, like they, they don't they don't appreciate." What did we have anything to do with this bracket? We had first of all, we had nothing to do with it. The first time Second I all, saw uh, this was an hour and a half ago. Jay is not a one hit wonder. Yeah, Carly Rae Jepsen is not middle aged. That's all I have to say. And, and, Carly, <laughs> and Carly has fifteen hits. Carly's great. That was an insane take by whoever had that insane take. take. I believe most- that you and I, Akiva, we said that she had the song of the uh, the that was the song of the decade. We said, oh yeah, we called call me maybe the song of the decade. Get out of town, whoever wrote that in the Reddit shouldn't be anonymous. Yeah, A person should have to put their name on that take. Okay, shut <laughs> it down. Shut it down. Okay, all right. Here's the the sixth seed in this mm-hmm. regional. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. You, you got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. Okay. All right. Um, I think that has a fun uh, hook. I like hearing it get sampled in other things. I think for me, this mm-hmm. is no contest. This is Gautier 
somebody I used to know. Hmm. I I just feel like I know just a friend more is like sampled. Maybe I think it's a big hit, mm-hmm. but somebody that I used to know was a massive, massive song. Maybe I just don't remember just a friend because I feel like I then just hear it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I think for me, it's somebody that I used to know. For me, where I think that this is tough is that um, I have not ever processed uh, somebody that I used to know as a one-hit wonder before this conversation. Right. So it feels right. kind of oh, really? out of nowhere to think of that, that song like, okay, that was a hit. Uh, and I never thought about it. Boy, did Gautier so ever Rob, have another follow-up favorite? What's your second favorite Gautier song? I don't have then, it. I, I, just, I never thought about any other Gautier <laughs> yeah. song except for this one. Yeah. Uh, but I never just in the context of talking about yeah. one hit wonders that that I've never heard that in the conversation before. I would agree with that. Gautier never charts after uh, the 2011's uh, number one hit. Never like a lot of these bands like, oh, you know, just by we talked about Psy. I, I think that was on the podcast that Psy had, uh, you know. A, like a billion views in 24 hours for his second for his follow up follow up hit to uh, Open Gangnam Style. Like he didn't even get to you know song number 98, which was like three plays on you know in Duluth. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I I don't know. I I really I love the Bismarcky song. He's like so positive and happy when he's singing that. Um, so I, I think I'm gonna actually go with that and and leave it to Rob. Who are you voting for? Yeah, I'll go with Bismarcky. Oh, sorry, Jess. Okay. Hey, it's kind of right. But you know um, what? Do you know what? Go- Gautier could still have a second hit. I feel like Bismarck. Yeah, we believe in Gautier. That's, it's not a knock on Gautier. Yeah. It's a, we believe he has another hit. In, uh, the, <laughs> coming These nine up. years have just been him preparing. And he's, he's working gonna, on it. <laughs> he's going to come back. <laughs> he's not just somebody that we used to know. <laughs> Very yeah, good. Something, something in the works. Okay. All right. Our final first round matchup. Uh, two seven here. Okay. Uh, here we go. This is uh, the two seed in the Spin Doctors bracket. Okay, it's the Proclaimers. I'm going to be, parentheses, 500 miles. I love that song. Okay. Really catchy. All right. Uh, they take on the seventh seed here. Our final song of the first round. Mm-hmm. That's Funky Town by Lips Inc. Do I have that right? You do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Okay. Funky oh. Town is here. Interesting. I feel like the concept of Funky Town is more iconic than the song itself. What, what is the concept? Can you explain <laughs> it more, Jessica? <laughs> you know, I think it really just introduced an idea of a town where you can get funky and you mm-hmm. can go to the town and in the town, everyone's getting funky. And it's a place that welcomes funkiness. Uh, but I freaking love 500 Miles. Um, yeah. And I feel like I feel like people love that song in a way that they're that the one hit wonderness of it is more like beloved rather than uh, de- like derisive. Um, so I'm going to vote for 500 miles. It was also the closing time song of my wedding. So um, I got to I got to vote for it. Wow. Okay. So you closed your wedding, not with closing time, but no. with 500 with, miles. That's right. Okay. So Jess, in theory, if that won the tournament, you would have to you would have to tell your partner that uh that's our, your that's song, our song is actually your yeah. song already. So you wouldn't have to change anything <laughs> if that wins. Yeah, I always thought that I had, that this uh this experience for me was pretty low stakes. So mm-hmm. um I'm glad that, that tracks. You know, I'm I'm here having a yeah. chill time. Yeah. Making my new yeah, internet. This is an <laughs> This this is an incredibly easy uh, decision. Funky Town, one of my least favorite songs in the in the bracket. Five hundred miles is is a is an yeah. easy one for me. The only thing I like about Funky Town, Akiva, do you remember when Towelly was entering the combination on the keypad and it was to the melody of Funky Town? Do you know what I'm talking about at all? No, I'll also say that I've known you for a million years and you've never referenced South Park before. To the point where I didn't know you knew it existed. Yes. So I'm kind of no, stunned. I you right love now. South Park. Uh, that's why I thought you might know. The, I don't the love reference. South Park at all. I just, you've never mentioned it. <laughs> Full of surprises. Okay. I didn't know you like it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Dude, oh, so Towley. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> that he's like put, punching the code in and then he's the first just Towley playing reference the sound to <laughs> Funky Town. Okay. All right. There we go. Um, so uh, congratulations to I'm going to be 500 miles uh, moving on to the Sweet 16. Yes, the Sweet 16 is set. All right. So Sweet 16 matchup here, Michael. What is uh, taking place in our first Sweet 16 matchup? Well, it is the one seed Stacy's mom versus the four seed Breakfast at Tiffany's. Ooh. Ooh. Tough. Well, I feel like when Rob really scolded me about how I shouldn't uh No, put no, songs no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought that you you established the uh the rubric Absolutely. of what we were doing here and Absolutely. then Akiva uh, I thought made a similar point and then went in the opposite of that rubric. I, yes. I was calling him out. I know, I know. I'm teasing. Um but I do feel like Stacy's mom uh breakfast at Tiffany's it's hard because like I feel like I want to now invoke what song I think is better because I feel like they both meet the other criteria of one hit wonder. Um, so I feel like as a deciding aspect, I'm just going to vote that I, I think I like uh, breakfast at Tiffany's more, but that's a real nail biter of a vote for me. Okay. It's really, it's really tough for me. You know, I, I was pretty high in Stacey's mom coming in. I agree. It's a strange one seed. seems like, was this the number one voted song by our listeners, Mike? It seems like it might be. Number one overall seed. That's why I started there. Whoa. Wow. I agree. Like I Fountains of Wayne. I don't remember like Hackensack the way Jess does, but I definitely remember like listening to other Fountains of Wayne songs. 
So I, I think Breakfast at Tiffany's Deep Blue Whatever is a true one hit wonder. And I'm going there also. Yeah. Okay. I'm going Breakfast at Tiffany's as well. Sorry, fans. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, It's been a very chalky region so far, but that's the first upset. Uh, Moving on to the bottom half of the Verve region. It is Come On Eileen, the three seed versus two seed closing time. Oh, another tough one. Jeez. Yeah. We really cut the the bad ones out in the first round. This is these are all tough. Yeah. To me, I I think that closing time, I I don't know if this helps it or hurts it. Uh, I feel like it's not, and I'm sorry, Akiva, I I don't know if it's necessarily the merit of the song here of closing time, but I think that it's just that they really found a niche of like, okay, what if we made a song that every single bar or party Mm -hmm. or wedding could play right at the end? That that They got the last dance song. Okay, this this is the 90s. We need a new last song. Let's. I got it. It's closing time. I think that's great. I think that adds to its one-hit wonderness because anything that makes you sort of singular and myopic feels like it plays into one-hit wonderness. Mm. I think I'd vote for closing time. I think it's time. timeless also. Yeah, so do yeah. I. Closing time's advancing. I think it's closing timeless. Time like closing time, people... You know, our, our, you know our, our listeners, Gen Z, whatever, like listeners who are 25 and under... Like they might not know some of these songs if they're not diehard music fans, but I feel like pretty much everyone knows Closing Time. Yeah, and we're going to get a lot of tweets that they've never heard Closing Time before. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, I came in probably stronger on Come On Eileen, but I think that just the uh, you know talking it through, I think the Closing Time uh, f- fits the definition of the one hit wonder better. Mm-hmm. By the way, the, Jess, the two most shocking things recently of listeners who are much younger than I am telling uh, us they'd never heard of before are the Dave Matthews Band. And the television show Entourage. We've had people say, oh, I've never heard of that before. I was what? Like, All right, I'm officially very old. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, what's the next region, Mike? Uh, so we are on to the Sweet 16 in the Tall Bachman region. Uh, and this is probably our weakest uh, matchup left. It is the eight seed versus the five seed. It's Raining Men. Yeah, this is like the game that you're like, oh man, I can't believe that that this is like still involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think mm-hmm. based on the arguments made for why it went through the first time, I feel like for me, it's it's raining men. Yeah, it's raining Easy men for, for me, me also. also. Put it through. Put it through. Yeah. All right, it is on its way through, and it is going to meet the winner of the six seed tainted love versus two seed ice ice baby. This, I think, is Still no mid- contest. Teenage Dirtbag's gone. Yeah, yeah. I has got to win. But, but in my opinion, Teenage Dirtbag, uh, you know, it, it, it should be there. It's playing in the NIT of One It Wonders right now. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, in, it's in the top so. 200. <laughs> yeah, it's in my top 200. Do you have a Chester spreadsheet with the full top 200? I, d- I don't, and now it's bothering me because, like, now is the only time in my life I make have time it. to actually make, like, here's my top 200 songs. See it. And now it's making me n- nervous that I might do it tomorrow or something. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ice Ice Baby, congratulations, uh, is moving on. All right. And here's a matchup that Jess was really looking forward to. It is in the Eagle Eye Cherry region, the one seed Mambo number five up against the five seed I'm Too oh, Sexy. Oh, the Mambo number five seed. <laughs> mm. okay. Oh man, I really liked that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think goofy uh, machismo sexy songs uh, facing off against each other is really hilarious. Um, but I think to me, 
it's got to be no, uh, Mambo number five. It's just mm-hmm. too sexy. Too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> too much sex in there. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this is a tough one. Like these, could, this could be the final four, and it's happening in the Sweet Sixteen. But I agree, Mambo number five. Yeah, I put like it, it, put it through. All right, and that will face off against the winner of the three seed Cub Thumping and the two seed Baby Got Back. Ooh, Oof. Oof. this is the hardest one yet. This is very tough. I uh, this this matchup though, I think for me, it's still got to go to Chumbawamba. Hmm. I just feel like that song is just perfect in its one-hit wonderness. Mike, this is like the most stacked region in in all bracket history. I feel like this could have been the final four. It just happened to work that way. These could be the four best songs coming out of one region. Mm -hmm. The region of death, they'd call it in the World Cup. Um, (laughs) I agree. I think Tub Thumping, you're going to, Tub Thumping, I, I don't know. Baby back got back is so good. Yeah, I'm going to go with tub thumping also. I think if I was explaining what a one hit wonder is to somebody, I'd be like, you know, like Chumbawamba's tub thumping. Yeah, I yeah, think, exactly. think it's got to be baby got back. Yeah, uh, baby got back is iconic, but I think that uh, Chumbawamba and tub thumping uh, definitely the look up one hit wonder in the dictionary, and I think it's there. I agree. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to the Spin Doctors region, we, uh, two songs that you might hear at a baseball dogs, game if uh, they through, ever. Right? Uh, we'll let, oh yeah, versus Cotton we'll Eye Joe. Beats okay. Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. I think that's that's a, a fate. Okay. Yeah, too. Unless, unless Jess disagrees, uh, but I think that's no, no, no. Easy. I think I think that's pretty easy. All right, who lays the dogs out? Beats Cotton Eye Joe, and it's up against the winner of Just a Friend, which was the six seed and the two seed. I'm going to be parentheses five hundred miles. Okay. I think this has got to be the proclaimers here moving on yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah i do proclaim all right yeah <laughs> it has been proclaimed okay all right yeah so we're now elite to, the, eight. to the elite eight it is the elite eight yes uh we'll start off with breakfast at tiffany's first closing time Oof. very hard <sighs> I think here that I feel like that we've talked up closing time uh, so much at this point. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Not enough. Not enough. Uh, is, <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's is, uh, you know, uh, a nice song, but I don't feel like is iconic. Yeah, I oh, think okay. it's perfect. I thought I you were going against me. So are, are we sweeping closing time here? Yeah. It's got it's some heat. It's got some heat. Mm-hmm. It's getting hot at up the right time. The, Cinder- the Cinderella of this bracket it's raining men uh, could run into trouble with Ice Ice Baby. If you got to put Ice Ice Baby through. Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, weather ladies. Uh, I see a cold front yeah. moving through. Exactly. That oh, no. rain has frozen and turned to ice. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, finishing off with Momo number five versus Tub Thumping. Okay. I, I think it's still Tub Thumping. That's a tough one, but Tub Thumping, I just, it's too, it's, it's the, it's platonic ideal. Mm-hmm. We're almost we're almost spoiling uh, what's going to win, but yeah. yeah, tub thumping. I mean, I'm still going to vote for closing time if it gets there. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say that. Uh, I, I feel like this should be the finals: Mambo Number Five versus uh, Tub yeah. Thumping. Well, we've been saying yeah. it the whole time: Region of Death, man. Yeah, tough region. But yeah, I think I would go with uh, Tub Thumping. It was so huge. Uh, tub Thumping. Moving on. 
knocking off Mamba number five. It'll face the winner of Who Let the Dogs Out versus 500 Miles. Hmm. Even though it's my hmm. uh, secondary wedding song, I think I think Who Let the Dogs Out is is the winner here. Um, as Imagine much as if I, I have to tell my wife and Rob has to tell his wife Nicole. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That uh, our our new our new song is "Who Let the Dogs Out." Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, it's our new song. Who? I I agree. I, it's but objectively, I'm going to be 500 miles is a ten thousand better, you know, times better song and less annoying than "Who Let the Dogs Out." But oh, "Who Let yeah. the Dogs Out" is a much better one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, a true uh, one hit wonder for uh, for the Baja Men. Okay, I'll put it through as well. We have reached the final four, everybody. Okay. Closing time versus Ice Ice Baby. Now, here's the moment where it gets tricky, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like as much as I want to support the closing time momentum, I feel like for me, it's Ice Ice Baby. And I hate to do it to you, Akiva. I know. Well, I'm going to go with closing time. And Rob, you're going to have to you're going to have to crush my heart here. with No problem. Ice Ice Baby should move through. (laughs) That's a much more important song. People still know Ice Ice Baby. Uh, It is still, you know, very, very iconic. Uh, Closing time. Nice niche. Nice story. Came out of a very weak region. But Ice Ice Baby has to move on. The best part about that song is I have a friend whose last name, uh, Mike, is Ice, E-I-S. And uh, I was a roommate with him in college. And every time he'd walk into the room, we could do that. You could just sing the do, 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 do. Like that's his, you know, wrestler's music when he walks into a room. Um, I don't know. That was my Ice Ice Baby song. Shout out story. to my to badass last name. Yola Ice. Shout out to Yola Ice. I'm playing poker with him in one hour. Wow. This podcast is done. Online. I'm not seeing anybody. Don't get your, don't get. <laughs> yeah. Don't save your mean tweets for Akiva. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The winner of Tub Thumping versus Who Let the Dogs Out. Hmm. I think this Oof. is the time to lock up the dogs. Um, I think wow. at this point, I want to put in... Uh, the dogs are in. On, I think that there's so much um, about, like, these, these, are, these songs go neck and neck for a lot of the categories that matter. I think for this decision, I think I can inform... Uh, make my choice based on what song is better because everything else is so even. Yeah, and I feel like "Who Let the Dogs Out" is pretty abhorrent in what it like suggests about women. So <laughs> I feel like mm-hmm. it's got to be a fun song about drinking too much that you piss the night away. Yes, that's, yes, that's better. Um, Akiva, if you had to be locked in a room yeah. for the whole day now, I feel like this is an okay. interesting time to bring this uh, question back. Yes. <laughs> Would you rather sure. have Who Let the Dogs Out <laughs> playing or Tub Thumping? I, I think I'd rather hear uh, Tub Thumping a thousand times than Who Let the Dogs Out ten times. I, I really hate the song Who Let the Dogs Out, even though it is maybe like the most and there's no i didn't really i just realized there's no macarena in this in this list but that's like the closest thing i could compare to it except macarena's maybe held up more mm-hmm. <laughs> okay i also wanted were there any like big i also wanted the verve and the verb pipe pipe in here neither one of them made it we should have had an all verve first round matchup mike okay <laughs> but what is our what is our final matchup okay I, and i will i'll put a vote on uh tub thumping as well okay tub thumping versus okay. ice ice baby right oh my god i feel like that that's feels good. great yeah. Like, is there anything else to say about this? Should we all like vote at the same time? I know that we never do that properly. <laughs> I I, I, this is very close. This is very close. I think this is like a, this is, we have the right final two, I think. I think we picked the right, 
the, the like mm-hmm. the right championship round. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think the championship round is correct, even if like some heavy hitters didn't make it yeah. to the elite eight when they should have. Mm-hmm. Maybe some yeah. regions were more stacked, but yeah, the still seating like could it. have been done differently. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk to like Mike about still, that after. I think it still led us to a great final round. Okay. I mean, is there any case for Ice Ice Baby? I feel like that Chumbawamba Tub Thumping has all the momentum. I, I mean, know. you're not going to hear the it's case a- from me. I think, I think I've unfortunately tipped my hat. I think the people know, mm. they will hear it from yeah. early on that I'm, I'm tub thumping all the way. Michael, are you for Ice Ice Baby because uh, Gronk sang it on The Masked Singer recently? I don't know that that is Gronk. No, of course you know that is Gronk. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, will not, uh, I will not weigh in here. Uh, I have very strong feeling, but I will not weigh in. Okay. For people who don't know Mike, he's a fan of the Yankees and the Patriots. And if you want to root, like, wonder what other things he roots for, like, I don't know. That's about <laughs> as uh, bad of a combo as. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not. I, I, yeah. Uh, Rob, do you have a, Do you have a take here? Yeah, I think it has to be Chumbawamba. I feel like okay, that. While, so it's a sweep. Well, while I think that uh, Ice Ice Baby is the more iconic song, I do think that Chumbawamba Tub Thumping is more the definition of the, the I mean, the band uh, <laughs> Chumbawamba did nothing else except for sing tub thumping whereas vanilla ice yeah. while he he became like a big star he's in he's mm-hmm. in uh the surreal life he went on to get arrested a bunch of times he has like a whole rap sheet mm-hmm. uh where there's nothing else from chumbawamba so except- those are hits when he gets arrested that's a hit yeah it's something <laughs> it's something okay yeah, it's something you're saying yeah, chumbawamba uh, couldn't get arrested in this town that's right uh, I don't know, is chumbawamba like a group of people is it one person I don't know, Nobody's ever like a, no, nobody's ever figured out. Yeah, yeah, and we'll never know. I think it's like I a bar full a of people. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, how you can have a flock of geese or a murder of crows. The group of people at a bar pissing the night away is called. A yeah, I, I think they were just at a bar one night. They recorded this song with the people that were there, and there are really uh, there mm-hmm. are no artists that are actually Chumbawamba. They formed in 1982, which seems insane. I also, it always makes me nervous. Maybe there's like, I'm a cheap person or something. When there's like 15 people in the band, and I always wonder like, how do they split the money? Like how much money could you possibly make yeah. that it's worth it for like all 15 of you? Uh, but uh, we're not sure. But you know, congratulations. Another Add another accolade yeah. to the mantle. for uh, Update the Wikipedia page for yes, Chumbawamba, winners of the Renap one hit wonder. One hit wonder bracket and... Uh, and our and our official wedding song going forward. <laughs> I for, for, that. Yes, you got to tell your wife. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Uh, Jessica, thank you so much for spending time Thanks, with Jess. us uh, to go oh through all this. Uh, how how can people, uh, if they are so foolish enough to not be already on top of everything you're doing, keep track of all things Jess McKenna? Uh, thanks so much. Um, this was a true blast. Um, uh, yeah, you can listen to Off Book um, uh, anywhere that podcasts are. And I would say you can follow me on Instagram at Jess Jess McKenna, just my name, Jess, J-E-S-S, twice. McKenna, mm, my Twitter follows a little boring. You can do it too if you want. It's at Jess R. McKenna, but mm, I don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a soft yeah. sell. Yeah, that's my soft <laughs> sell. My hard sell is my Instagram. Um, and yeah, yeah. That, that should be a good start. And thanks so much. Yeah, just thank you so much yeah, the, for spending time with one us. One of the funniest podcasts. And also, Jess has a lot of us, If correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of serial-based content, content on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, right. Uh, and, uh, Je- 
Jess, we we once bought Wait, a thirty-two box of cereal. Can we get the spelling of cereal? Of cereal oh, C-E-R-E-A-L. Well, I think yes. it's both. I think there's a pun on both, if I'm not mistaken. I think uh, they're both in there. A cereal, cereal story. Okay, got it. Yes. Yeah. Jess, we once did this. We once did uh, this tournament with 32. We bought 32 boxes of cereal and had a bracket of, of cereals. And it was a, a true delight that yes. I've not recovered from. Yeah, <laughs> that's not surprising. Uh, thank you for doing that good and important work. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> Jess, I, the, our, Jess's podcast is amazing. Everybody should listen to Off Book. And I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming on, Jess. Thank you. All right. And Michael, thank you so much for, for your work. I'm sorry that I w- had a lot of questions about the, the bracket and the clips. Uh, like I said, I, I'm just, I, I'm pretending you're talking to a Spotify intern. Like it's not yes. me. You're yes. <laughs> I just said that I, I feel like that uh, I want to ask the questions that the person at home might be asking. Uh, of, of, of course. Of course. So I will say the reason we started where we did is because, um, uh, Founds Wayne song was the number one overall seed, and so it just went, you know, yeah. like it would normally be seeded. So that's why we had to start there. But I agree that that Eagle Eye Cherry division was that was Stack. the bracket of death. Stack. That was crazy. And I do want to hear from the listeners if they voted for a thousand miles and thought it was five hundred miles. Mm-hmm. That's I think so. I think so. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. Yes, Akiva. No, I thought that was fun. I'm, I just, I love, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm sure that the listeners will be March in agreement, and they, um, they will not have any tweets like, "Yeah, had this not make it? How did the Macarena not get in? Yeah, uh, where's Carly Rae yeah, Jepsen? You can direct any of those to Atfillard on Twitter. Right, <laughs> right. I, I just looked at my mentions, and I'm already, I'm already getting yeah. that stuff. At unsuccess story, Rob and I had no. Uh, sort of say over the bracket. Nothing uh, at we all. Didn't want it was to veto all because mm-hmm. we were a little tight on time. So yeah, it was all it was all Mike and yourself. You're if you're a listener, you could have voted for your thing. You could have uh, campaigned, then you didn't. So really, look at the mirror yes. and see. Um, also, <laughs> yeah. a big shout out How to uh, Scott Yeager and Lindsay, who were big proponents oh, yes. of the one hit wonder bracket. Uh, Lindsay, yeah. one of the people that yeah, pitched Lindsay, it. One of two otter, people. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and I believe it was Cody uh, in parentheses, Cody who wanted you guys to officiate his wedding in Hawaii. Who also oh. had like five ideas in the bracket brackets guys. last yeah. week. Yeah, okay. so both both those two people were the winners uh, of of the bracket of brackets uh, pitches. Yeah. All right, there you go, uh, Michael. Are you gonna stick around for the mailbag? I can do so. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's do some mailbag. All right, here we go. Mailbag time. Robin Akiva, Need a Podcast number 76. The spirit of 76 is here. All right. Mm. Akiva, what, what kind yeah. of uh, ideas have the listeners had? It's been a while since we've recorded our last episode. The Bracket Bracket. With, I, I thought it was a very fun podcast with uh, Ali Lasher last time. Yeah, well received. And the Noop. Um, I'm excited for next week's uh, and the Noop. Uh, the final, you know, the the third in the trilogy of uh, of female Northwestern grads, I, or I guess we'll, and it could be anybody. So it could yeah. be like JLD, oh. could be yeah. We don't know. Evan we got to do a wheel Darnold spin Daughtry. this week. I missed the wheel spin. That's true. We did historic non wheel spin last week, uh, and yeah, now we're back. We're back to normal for episode seventy seven coming coming up. But next week, I, Mike has all the ideas. So Mike, why don't you tell us what the listeners want us to do? Uh, okay, so one idea that I see right here is uh, Rob and Akiva have a spite cast. A spite cast. Okay, who are we spiting? Mm. 
All right. So this comes from at Alex T.O.T. Uh, and the description is for the wheel. Robert Akiva have a spike cast. Robert Akiva record a rival challenge or Riverdale podcast to drive the existing one out of business. Oh, no. OK. All right. Um, I think I like the idea of a spike cast, Akiva. But yeah. We, we Who else to, could we spite? We were we, spiting the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. It, the two people I would not spite are Ali Lasher yeah, and Kirsten yeah, McKinnis. Oh, you, you want to be get Ali Lasher mad? Somebody's yeah, setting us yeah. up. What, what are we? Uh, is, uh, is a suicide mission? No, I'm I'm more afraid of Kirsten. But I think I, I <laughs> think it, yeah, it's they're just picking on us. They they're trying to trick us into some trap. Yeah, we um, like a spite cast. We would do a spite mm-hmm. cast, but it has to be the right person to spite. Yeah, who do we want to spite? So I don't know. So I, I think that let's keep that out there. Of doing the idea of a spike cast, we're o- we're very open to the idea, but it have to be the right mm-hmm. person. Maybe if we did the ops so should, bracket, then we would have know yeah. who the spike cast against. Should listeners like should podcasters should they be watching their backs that we could like come for their territory yeah. if they wrong us? Certainly, yeah. Right. But you don't have anybody in mind that 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 should be watching out that maybe we should be going for it. Like I mean, we like Leon and Puya. Should we start like a rival mass singer podcast? Why would we compete it. with a podcast that's on the same network as this? Well, that was the pitch was the same network. So you want to go off network? Yeah, and you yeah. want to pitch I against? I don't the, wanna, okay, I, I don't want to spite cast against hmm. another podcast that's uh, under the okay. RHAP umbrella. Okay. So if we're should we spike go to the cast, we're like we're we're like Joe Exotic talking about Carol Baskin twenty four seven. No spoilers, no spoilers. Come on, <laughs> Rob, Rob read me the no spoilers riot act on the Curb podcast the last. I week heard people weren't listening. <laughs> yeah, and I agree. <laughs> it would be like if we said if we said uh, no spoilers, but uh, the Chumbawamba was the winner of the one hit wonder bracket. Well, yeah, because some people go straight to the mailbag. You did just well, spoil. If them. you want to go right to the mailbag. <laughs> Then you you give up your right to not be spoiled on things that happened in the first half of the pot. Oh my god! Nobody's fair, you know fair. doing Mailbag the first cupcake sandwich of this podcast. Uh huh. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, I like to do the mailbag yeah, first, and then I and then I listen to the first mm-hmm. part of the episode. Yeah, because I want to see if they say my idea. Yeah, people yeah. actually know uh, now that I think of it. People, a few people probably did that. Michael's <laughs> done that for sure. Yeah. Okay. I've listened to the mailbag first. No, I have not. Yeah, but you've not. definitely listened to the wand off before uh, when uh, Josh and I talk about the episode. Oh, I'm, I, uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's different. <laughs> I'm, That's I'm different. Egomaniac, yes. Rob. <laughs> okay. All right. So. All right. What, el- what else we got, Mike? Um, I, oh, I, I had an idea that I thought I would bring to the yes. table. Oh, good. Mm. Okay. Uh, so my idea is. Uh, Rob and Akiva have baggage. Baggage. Okay. Is this like okay. the Jerry Springer game show baggage? It is the Jerry or Springer the Alicia show baggage. Alicia Silverstone flop excess baggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I have. I, I. I think it would be fun if we, you guys, watched an episode of Baggage and like tweeted it out to be like, "Oh, this is the episode we're watching of Baggage." Okay. Uh, and if you talked about it later, and then you could have. Um, uh, people submit maybe their own baggage anonymously mm-hmm. and you can judge other people's baggage. Okay. Uh, talk about maybe some of your own, but ba- you, people listen so, to you so long, like what baggage is there? Michael. But, um, so I, I thought that, that there's somebody that already does this and I, that I have, I've, that 
uh, I feel like the, that he should be one of your heroes. Uh, that do you know of John Boy? I do know of John Boy. I did not know that uh, he watches back. <laughs> I think that he does. Like, I guess there's not a lot of Yankee uh, content or like uh, 2017 Astros games to go back and watch. <laughs> so I, I see him tweet out a lot of like, oh, watching, you know, here's my uh, uh, video of me recapping this episode of Baggage. Well, I guess I guess uh, it wasn't as uh, creative so an I, idea as but, I thought it was. But maybe the idea of like maybe not rewatching an episode of it, but I I do like the idea of potentially playing it uh, with listener with listener baggage. But I'm not sure how we would unpack the small, medium, and large baggage for Akiva and myself. Mm-hmm. I and I don't remember how you play the the show. It's like it's like a date. Akiva, you ever see the show? Yeah. No, never. Okay, uh, so basically, it's like a there's uh, is it like three there's like three guys or three women and then like one suitor or I think this is, and, and, and Michael yep. stop me if I'm wrong and then it's like they have like a small baggage medium baggage and and large baggage and then they open up one is it each round do they pick yes okay yep, so it's like round. open up the small baggage and it's like uh, small baggage is uh, you know. I live uh, with my parents. Like, oh my god! Oh, can I? And then I, I forget what happens after that. <laughs> and like, yeah, hey, people yeah. get eliminated, and then in the end, the twist is the suitor has his own baggage oh, or her own baggage. Oh yeah, okay. okay. Then he has oh, baggage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mike, I, if you want to put that like the baggage form together, that would be funny to like hear listeners' baggage. I don't know. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. So I, I think that this should probably go in the wheel waiting room in terms of like, I feel like okay, that fine. it's a fun idea, but I don't know what the, what it looks like as a podcast. Are we just go, mm-hmm. are we revealing yeah. baggage? Is it Robin, Robin Akiva's small, medium and large baggage? And I think that might be tough for mm-hmm. uh, Akiva and myself to like come up with reveals that we have not already we revealed said. ourselves on the podcast. I mean, podcast. if I'm already talking about South Park and Semisonic all day, like everything about <laughs> me is known. So mm-hmm. I don't know. If, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. Uh, I feel like that uh, most of Akiva's baggage came out in the Sleepover podcast. So <laughs> true, true. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but it, I think it might be fun to you know to do it. But I don't know exactly what it looks like as a podcast. But I like the idea. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere had an idea that is uh, a little bit close to to my avenue, but uh, the idea is uh, a, a takeoff on the last four, the final four. Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah. Where it says instead of doing it with a movie, you watch uh the pilot of a show you've never watched before, uh talk about that and then make predictions about the series finale of that same show, which you also watch like and then talk about what you yeah, did. Right it was wrong. done. This was done. This was done. Uh uh John Gabrison uh, the podcast no longer exists, but John Gabrison and Lauren Lapkus did this for a while. It wasn't the only pre- I think it was raised by TV, so it wasn't the only premise of the show, but they did that sometimes. Oh, okay. So. okay. I thought that was a different podcast where they would watch like the first episode of a show. Well, now you're thinking of pilot season. Oh, you are. <laughs> I was going to say, but I didn't want to I didn't want to like have Mike rope Jess McKinnon to doing his podcast. But I was going to say it would be a funny like we get we each get uh, like Mike picks one song for each of us. And if we accidentally pick that to win. Then we have to go on pilot season like next week. Oh, it was like code names, the bomb. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a bomb in, in like Minesweeper code names <laughs> where we don't know what the song is. He could pick it, so it's random because he's not voting, mm. but he can sort of like subtly influence it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, picking like a wrong clip or something. I so, thought that would have been a wait, good Wait, so it would have been like that Michael would have picked one of the songs in the bracket. And if that song won, then we all have to go on uh, pilot season. <laughs> now we all have to go on. It's like if, if like Bad Day by Daniel Pewter won, that was like your bomb and you would have had to go on the show. Is it Pewter and or if, Powder? Like, closing time or whatever. <laughs> Powder. Yeah. We'll never know. And closing time one, I would have had to go on. I thought that would have been funny, but I didn't want to like Mike would have been like, "Hey Jess, what uh, what what's yeah. yours?" You know, I didn't want to, so I, I decided. Mike, what it. what about a podcast where you watch the finales of a show called Closing Time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, actually, so uh, a former former guest and uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Brent the Shower Man, and I did a series finale, and we call uh, sorry a season finale. Uh, and we called it finale rally. So that's like the, uh, okay. so it, it's been, it's been done, but uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always willing for open for other ideas. Okay. Um, uh, Kiva, do you want us to save this first one for uh, when you're talking to Chester? No, 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 no. Cause I don't know when Chester's going to be on his, you know, he's, his wife is not a podcaster. She's a little mm-hmm. busy. So I, I don't know mm-hmm. when, sure. you know, sure. you could, you could say it now. <laughs> Okay, right, cool. Uh, so a third idea no on this list podcasters. is <laughs> uh, a third idea on this list is the Renap relegation battle. And this Renap was uh, pitched by Kurt Shot Shirt Glass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Akiva and Rob picking, uh, sorting out the ideas on the wheel from best to worst, uh, and the worst ones, uh, as decided by you know however you you get there. Uh, are relegated from Renap to 32 fans Ooh. where uh, even Chester has to do it. <laughs> this is good. I knew Rob would like, I think it should be the worst one. I don't think it should be the worst ones. First so we all. take something that's on the wheel and then it gets relegated to be on the 32 fans. But I feel like that, that uh, almost everything that we want to do is on the wheel. Like I feel like there's not a ton of stuff that's bad on the wheel. Um, okay. Does, if that, you think does that, that include, the, I mean, does that include God- the season three, episode seven fishbowl? You could put fishbowl things. It's one thing. So if if you wanted to take a fishbowl and TV the show out, movie you can. diaper movies. Yeah, absolutely. You could take anything out, uh, and you know, you know, we could maybe put ten things in a poll or everything in a poll. And the listener, it doesn't even need to be a full episode. Mm-hmm. We could have like a live vote with, during next week's mailbag. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you get to, I think that would be fun. And like Chester, I'm sure we'll be fine with it. We have to. And it might be funny, like, what could we make Chester watch or do that he really would not want to do? Mm-hmm. What, like, and also, like, some of these uh, ideas require technology that there's no way 32 fans would ever be able to handle. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What do you think of this idea? I think Rob? it's fun. I don't know if it's a poll podcast. I think you're right. But should it be like a mailbag in a week or two? I mean, I, I think you could just uh, let people, do you want to let people vote or is it just me and you? I think we could let people vote. Yeah, if you could figure out a way to let people vote. If it's just us. If you could figure out a way to let people vote and then it sort of like has stakes and then whatever is the lowest rated Mm -hmm. thing is going to go to the 32 fans bracket. Okay. Then. You know what we could do? I think next week when we start the podcast, I'll tweet out the poll. And then at the end of the mailbag, we'll say what got relegated. Yeah. You know, the poll will only be open during the episode. Like we could both tweet it and then. That, you know, then you vote and then one episode will be relegated, which is good for 32 fans because there's no sports for many, many months, probably. So <laughs> right. we need we need content and they're like Survivor Amazon's almost done. No spoilers on that. Either. Yeah, no spoilers. OK. All right. Uh, what else? 
Rob, what's the latest on the fishbowl? Are there still ping pong well, balls going ask, there? Is it full uh, right Akiva. now? Kiva. Keith? Yeah, we're gonna I mean, we're gonna put up two polls this week. Uh, we do need a we had I we have um a, we we filled up the ideas for the old school fishbowl spot. The new school one we have Vanderpump we rules. Unless we want to just what was the idea? That was for one the of the school. ideas. I thought we were gonna do an eighty sitcom vote. We but we I thought we had them. We, we I mean, we have like the three or four sitcoms we had decided. But did already. we vote I thought on it? Was, um, oh, we didn't just you didn't put the vote on. We didn't put the vote in. I'm saying that we we decided what the vote would be. The vote could be this week. I think it was My Two Dads, Punky Brewster, and Who's the Boss mm-hmm. were, were the 80s shows. Uh, and then the 90s shows, we only came up with Vanderpump Rules. Mike, do you have any other pitches? Not 90s shows, modern shows. Mike, do you have any other pitches for like shows from the last 10 years that we could... But Vanderpump's already in put? there. Oh, we put Vanderpump in the... And we pulled the, the real world. That was your... because uh, uh, you're right. You're yes. right. You're right. So now we have nothing modern. Now we need to... So maybe maybe we just have the old school uh, this week. But Mike, do you have any ideas? Like, you, we, we had some, you know, SpongeBob, we nixed Friday Night Lights, Pretty Little Liars, OC, Gossip Girl. I think we nixed most of those last week. What else do we have, Mike? Um... Uh, this isn't modern, but uh, one of the the people sent in the idea of of uh, Monk with Danny Bryson. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, that's one of the the options that someone ran. The brief synopsis for Monk and the Employee of the Month is: Mister Monk goes undercover at a suburban department store to probe yeah. the murder of a model employee. Okay. So Monk is what you're pitching for season three, episode seven, with Bryson. Uh, no, with that's Bryson. just Bryson. What, I, uh, what, what I heard. Yes. Okay. Uh, if Danny Doctor, Bri- Doctor Danny Bryson. D- yeah. If Danny Bryson was willing to talk about uh, Monk on a podcast, uh, you know, and and you know, uh, offer extended to Tyson as well, then we, uh, I, I'm I'm fine with it. Okay, Mike. Do you want to ask them this week? Uh, all right. Yeah, I think those were the uh, I think those were the, the ideas. Okay. All right. My two dads, Punky Brewster, who's the boss. So we'll put we got we have a lot of social media stuff coming up this week between the polls and the uh, mm-hmm. the um, oh you know what was another idea uh, I've been playing these poker tournaments with thirty two fans people yeah and somebody said what if you do a Renap free roll so it's not for money we just like hey you know Sunday night at seven p.m. we're having a Renap poker tournament anyone could join. And the winner gets to put something in the fishbowl. Hmm. What do you think about that? <sighs> winner gets to put something in the fishbowl. Uh, I mean, there could be, you know, the winner could, Mike, Michael Clark will give the winner $1,000 was the other pitch, I think. I mean, I like that better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, shut up, Tim likes to, like, give us his money. I don't know if that's Mike Clark's thing. Yeah, I don't know if that's his thing. Uh, it is not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, Akiva, uh, you know, yeah. you, you uh, in this economy. Yeah. But now it's now it's not unironic. It's no longer funny. Yeah. OK, so it had a day. And does Gary Goldman know? Uh, <laughs> uh, today, we're catching people with this Sunday milk because this is a rare Sunday. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. OK, <laughs> so uh, are we ready to uh, look at what's in the on the wheel right now? Please, let's do okay. it. Uh I mean, I, I do think that uh, giving, just to go back to what you're saying with the poker tournament, that's a lot of power to give somebody who's, uh, just because somebody's good at poker doesn't mean they have good ideas. You better knock him out then. <laughs> okay, well, I'll be going for... I mean, it's not a full idea on the wheel. It's one thing in the fishbowl. So it's like, there's, you and, know, it could not come up for three years. 
I mean, they, but they could pick uh, anything and they could, like completely like yeah. uh, sabotage the show. No, we have veto power. We have veto power. Oh, okay. Like right. it can't be can't be like an offensive show or a show we've do- done or. Uh, but also, are we we're definitely doing the relegation thing. I really like the relegation idea. People sure, on Twitter are going to absolutely that, loathe that, it. That's fine. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, that that's your criteria for people will loathe it on Twitter. So I have to. Want, I want to do it. Well, last week, everyone, you know, Ali was was throwing me under the bus that I only care about social media. Rankings, yeah, you only care about how many is, likes things get in the Facebook group. Yeah, I have. Come on. I don't even check that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Rob, can I tell you the idea of, that I we had to put on the bracket less. that you would have hated? Sure. Like hated. Sure. Please. Was uh, the national anthem. Francis Kaki. Yeah, that was supposedly in there, and then I saw it, and I think he scrapped it. How mad would you have been if he had put uh, the national anthem in the one at Wonder Bracket? Oh yeah, I, that's so stupid. Um, <laughs> and not only, not it's only not even that, a hit. but it, <laughs> yeah. By the way, the ba- like the only good part about about like being inside is nobody's played that song in like six weeks, uh, <laughs> uh, except for the nerds who like sing it on the on their lawns every day. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that. Um, just kidding. Oh, I love the national anthem. The the uh, we did. We I think we ranked the national anthems once on thirty two fans, or maybe we have to. Um, Sounds about right. I, I yeah. I I think Rob, what I would have had like knowing from like Randy Noob's podcast last weekend, Mike's, and all the ones we've done in the past, the King of the Mats, is that Mike would have put that song first and totally ruined the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? That would have been like the eighth seed in the first matchup. Jess would have been like. I, I actually have to go. It would have been an absolute like if you had done it. If you had done it thirty second, that's like actually a good bit. I think if it's the last yep. thing in the whole, in we the whole podcast, a bullet. that is yep. a funny bit. But right. if you had done it as like the eight seed, the first one, it would have ruined the whole episode. So I'm, I'm happy. You, you want to start to like build some momentum before you sure. start to do like uh, you know the yeah. really jokey stuff. Uh, you know when when you do doing the it's like well what is, wait hold on what what is this what am I listening to. Yeah, I front loaded. I front loaded the whole thing last week, so Rob wouldn't be mad at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I think it worked. Okay, all right. Let's talk about what's on the wheel right now. Uh, season three, episode seven has two spots: the coin flip, mm-hmm. crappy movie diaper slash hat is here. Uh, Mount Rushmore, people's choice, third wheel. Uh, Robin and Kiva need a verdict. Robin and Kiva give the listeners nicknames. Sequel mechanism. Uh, we have the pot off, the Cosmo quiz. Uh, the 2020 winners tournament is suspended, correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There's nothing to win. Should that go just back into the wheel waiting room until the time of yeah, social yeah, distancing is yeah, over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Move it. Move All right. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, when we, when, next time uh, we're, uh, we're back outside, then remind us to put that back on the wheel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, bracket, bracket is done. And then Akiva's biggest fan is here on the wheel. Uh-huh. We didn't add anything to that. No, but uh, we're taking something off next week. All right, here we go. For episode number 77, uh, here we go. Wheel spin back in action. Mike, what are you rooting for? Uh, Nicknames. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, Akiva. A rare yes. coin flip. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who has Second the coin? Time ever. Who has the coin? Where's I do. I have. I have a quarter here. Do we have a special okay, coin? Flip the quarter. Okay. All right. Do I'll, you want to say beforehand what you're what you're picking? You pick. 
Oh, no, oh, but I don't oh, mean heads or tails. Oh. I mean, do you have, do you have, a, and you don't even have to say it. I, have you, I, honestly, like, I, had, no, you know, I didn't so, even think this would come up. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so stunned. So stunned. Well, Rob, since you famously know the listeners much better than me, what do you think would be the most anticipated episode um, on the wheel? Yeah, this is interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't think that there's one. Michael, uh, do you feel like that there is one? I know you want the listener nicknames. Do you feel like that there is one idea that's out there that people are clamoring for? I did want to um, say, I felt like I was a little hard on Akiva uh, on the on the last No, podcast. it's fine. Uh, I, li- I li- well, I listened back to it, uh, and and you did you did not. Is that why say- you listened back? Because you t- you told me you were you were. No, I listened back to because it. you know uh, most of the podcasts that I have are just uh, people talking about the coronavirus. So uh, <laughs> I said, okay, oh, well, well, at least I've heard this one before, but let me listen to it. So you didn't listen to Bill Simmons with two and a half um, two and a half hours with Eddie Vedder. No, I did not. Uh, so. Uh, I, I went back and I listened to it, and, and you did not say exactly what I what I implied that you said. Mm-hmm. I do think that there's a very clear answer to the what the listeners are most looking forward to question here, though. Okay. And you might not get it because it's not directly on the wheel. Okay, I think I think a third conspirapod is oh, probably the answer. Conspirapod three, right? The se- mm. I think both sequels are in there, and you know we had talked last week about adding the um, Brand Steel. Right, the the uh, brand yeah. steel back on, but we did. I don't think it's fair to do that at this point, uh, this late in mm-hmm. the uh, in the wheel spin. Okay, all right. So, all right. So I'll pick tails, Rob. Tails. Okay, and you know, tails never you, fails. You know what you're going for. I don't. Is it? Okay. I don't. I, I'm okay. I'm all a right. little bit flustered. For the all right, here we go. Off. All right, and we have a coin flip. All right, it is. I will uh, remove reveal that the coin flip is. Heads. It is heads. Oh, Rob. Ooh. All right. So first time ever, because the only other time we did this uh, many like a year ago or whatever. Okay. I won. So for the first time ever, Rob picks next week's episode. All right. I know what I want. Okay. okay. And it may not be what everybody wants, but it's what I want. Oh, my God. Okay. It, yeah. I, and you tell me if it's ready to go. But I want to go with... Akiva's biggest fan. Oh my god! Wow. All right, we'll get it ready, Rob. <laughs> we will get it. We'll, Michael, we'll get are it you ready. interested to uh, to see a, uh, a I don't know a competition to see who is Akiva's biggest fan out there? I am chuffed to bits. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear who the big Akiva stands are. Who's the, who's I'm the biggest? I'm an Akiva stand myself. I love Akiva, but I'm interested to see who loves him more than I do. Yeah. yeah you- I think there's seven or eight people responding. I'll tell you the only problem with this episode, uh, logistically, is normally I will do like all the pre-production. You know, sometimes uh, Michael, this week, Michael Clark really did everything. He did the Yeoman's. Mm-hmm. work and i you know i had to do very little babysitting like he was really excellent he cut the clips you know said yes to every single thing i asked even though some of it was annoying he did an amazing job <laughs> but the problem is i do need i'm gonna need someone to like because i don't think it makes any sense for okay. me to like but wasn't phil t involved with this or that was something else yeah but he's probably busy i don't know doing Who knows? what but yeah so i, I don't I, I don't know I, like on zoom hangouts with his friends he's young he's got a lot of friends Okay. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll I'll figure. I mean, I'm not going to handle it myself, but I will. I will. Uh, I'll have people figure it out. So how how do you think that podcast is structured? Though are we going to have them come on? Or are they going to 
Are they going to like record like three minute? This is why I like Akiva, and we're going to call it like ha- mm-hmm. you have to structure. Yeah, it. so I think it's almost it. okay. So I, I think that this is like the uh, G- the Jim Rome. Uh, what was Smack Off? Uh, like I feel like that they're the recording yeah. like a two or three minute audio recording, and they're just mm-hmm. basically giving us like an audio essay of I'm the biggest Akiva stan b- because, and then uh, go into it. And should we like call up the final two or final three on the air and, I mean, and like test them a little bit? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Like if there's one or two people that we want to like, okay, we got to get a follow up on that. Should we ask them Kiev trivia? If you want to come in with some Akiva trivia that you want to yeah. ask, ask them, that's fine. Yeah. Michael, what do you think of that format? I mean, I, th- I think it has potential for sure. I'm, I'm just sitting here trying to think of. You know, I, I think uh, I think uh, Akiva and I know each other pretty well. I'm trying to think of how I would do with Akiva trivia. Um, yeah, I, I think it. Uh, I think it could be uh, interesting. Well, I think my biggest fan should know, like <laughs> you know, how many kids I have, like maybe like age and gender, uh, you know, uh, like what my dad's occupation is, like rant, you know, basic stuff. Like I'm not asking like Wieneker family trivia from like the early nineties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, my eighth birthday party was at no. Yeah. And they don't necessarily like need Chester to be would make that quiz. Uh, like Akiva stalker. Like they don't like the like. What's my social security number? Uh, like I, no, I think they, no, they, they I don't are, even know that. They nonsense. are the person that just <laughs> they love everything Akiva. They don't need to be like obsessive. Like I, I, I don't, don't think like this the, person exists. The, but well, sure, the trivia stuff I feel like is like a little bit like getting into the weeds. Like I, I like you shouldn't disqualify. I get it. No, but it would be basic trivia. Like, I don't think it would be like creepy right, trivia. The person like, that it wouldn't w- even be what my kids' names are necessarily, but it might be like. If you don't know how many kids I have, I feel like you're not a big Akiva fan. Like, is there somebody out there whose favorite person in the world is Akiva Winokur? Oh we want to find this person. I mean, there's no one. I live with five people. I've been stuck with them for many weeks now. Mm-hmm. I would say nobody here. I'm not either of my parents' favorite person. Like, I, I may be top five. I only have four. Yeah. You know, there's only four kids in my family. Okay. I'm like definitively, like we could call my sisters. I'm not. I'm fourth, I think, for both my parents. Mm-hmm. I guess my grandfather, okay. I'm probably his favorite person, right. maybe his wife. So here's know. here's the easiest way to do this. Go to robiswebsite.com slash Renap, R-A-A-N-A-P-V-M. That'll take you to the link to our speak pipe where you can leave us a message or you can email podcast at robhasawebsite.com. If you think you... Now, what, what if hypothetically... What if nobody sends anything in? What are we doing next week? Then we're watching Cats? Uh, well, if, yeah. If not one person <laughs> sends it in, yeah. we're watching Cats next week. Perfect. Like, yeah. Like that would be hilarious. Uh, how about this? Okay. So if one person, yeah. we, we need to sort of like uh, gamify this a little bit. If only one person okay. sends in their uh, their essay, yeah. they get, they're on the, the whole show with us. They automatically are the guest. And, but they have to watch Cats with us. And, yeah. And they have to watch Cats with us. So that's sort of like some, then, mm-hmm. then people will be like, Oh, maybe nobody else is going to send anything in. I could be the the co host for cats. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I think that's good. I think you should. Uh, I, I think you should probably. Uh, you know, try and be the only person. Mm-hmm. But you think there's going to be scammers? Like people don't even like. I don't think there's eight people that that like if, me. Even. If people, know. if they don't have a good enough, and do you want do you want me to listen to all of the things and then make the cut as opposed to that? Yeah, I, yeah. If you wanted to, if you, you come wanted in, to do and the then I think it'd be better week. to get your reactions uh, on the absolutely, show. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I will try and set up like the very pre stuff, and then I'll I'll hook you up with whoever's okay. handling it. Okay, great. All right, Michael, does all this sound good? 
I can't wait for it, bud. Oh, good. Good. Okay. Worst case, it's a complete and hilarious failure. You know? Yeah. Then we'll do the mailbag. <laughs> and then we just have another episode the next week. Like, what's the big deal? Some are good and some are bad. Right. And if it's not looking good, we'll make sure we'll lean on cats next week. Episode 77. Okay. okay. Lean on cats. All right. Michael. Where that oh oh, I was gonna ask you, could you tell us about unsuccess story? Um, okay, so this was a, um, a friend of mine, and we would rib each other a lot. And I, uh, he was talking about how he subscribed to a magazine called Success Magazine. Uh, and thinking that I was like super clever, I responded with, Do you mean Unsuccess Magazine? And he goes, Do you mean failure? <laughs> I do mean failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he started calling me an unsuccess story. There. And so that's uh, where it comes from. <laughs> okay, there you go. Comes from me being dumb and not knowing a word. Okay. All right. Well, be sure to follow uh, at unsuccess story on Twitter <laughs> to get the bracket and everything. Then, uh, of course, anything else you want to plug or promote, Michael? Yeah, uh, pilot season uh, going strong still. Uh, you talk, I talk about first episodes of TV shows uh, off the um, on the record. You know, every single one of them is great. Uh, off the record, DM me. I can direct you towards ones that are better than others. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're all great. They're all every everything is uh, everything's a gem. Uh, but okay. yeah, that's uh, that's my uh, podcast. Michael, so have you thought about having your listeners rank all the episodes of pilot season? Um, no, just because I'm a baby, and those are you know those are my friends, and mm-hmm. I don't want to oh, only a monster. Oh, you know like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm not planning on it. <laughs> I remember uh, the first time I saw Chester had ranked like the first some odd episodes of 32 fans and i like looked it up and i'm like oh like all right i shouldn't have looked that up yeah michael are you looking forward to uh akiva's list of top 200 songs of all time uh yes okay <laughs> all right there you go. I, I, I hope that closing time is in uh in the first uh you know 50 well is <laughs> closing time a top 50 song akiva for me it's definitely top 100 i don't think it's top 50 okay all right. Uh, anything else that we should say, Akiva? Do you want to tell, talk about 32 fans? What's going on in 32 fans lately? Oh, yeah. We've had it's been Lash Month. We've had Ali Lash on like 10 different times. Uh, she is coming on this week to talk about uh, Survivor of the Amazon. Uh, gonna, oh, gonna bad, wow. You know, make fun of you, maybe. Yeah. She also claimed she also claimed that I should invite you. And I said, Rob would have no interest in doing that. And he's a busy guy. She mm-hmm. said, no, you, you should ask him. And I said, I'm not I'm not asking him. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, <laughs> this that was is fun. That was, honestly, it was a really good, I, it's the podcast I've ever done that I've spoken the least on. It's really just Allie and Chester the whole time because mm-hmm. Chester's like the newbie survivor guy and Allie, you know, is, is the guest coming in. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was a lot of, a lot of fun. And then we're ranking, uh, uh, players by sports jersey. So if you've ever wondered like what sports jersey, you know, like number 23 or number 34 is like the greatest in sports history. Yeah. You know, that idea was that I believe that was a, a John John idea that he had that he had pitched uh-huh. that uh, pitched that uh, as an idea. And I, and I passed it along to you guys. And you said that Chester would never go for it. He's not a fan of it. Yeah. Even though I spent like 20 hours. On it, he's really <laughs> upset Allie about La- the idea. Allie Lasher on a separate podcast said that that's actually a really good idea. 
Yeah, you know what? All my co-hosts, they need a second opinion of somebody <laughs> oh, thinking yeah. that it's a good idea. Yes. I'm used to it with, mm-hmm. with everybody. Yeah. They don't, they don't take it from the horse's mouth. Yes. Okay. So you're like on uh, the orthopedist uh, surgeon on curb that you don't like it when people yeah. have to get a second opinion? Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like the Alex from Girls, the mm-hmm. first guy, and yeah. then the second guy who I don't know who he was. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. All right. Uh, Akiva... Great job today. Of course, uh, special thanks again to uh, Jess McKenna for joining us on the podcast. And thank you again, Michael J. Clark. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Here come the man in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Because we see things that you need not see, and we be places that you need not be. So go with your life, look at the Roswell crap, show love to the black suit. Because that's the man in, that's the man in. Here come the man in black, here they come, galaxy defenders. Here come the man in black, here they come. Closing time, open all the doors and